0: And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a podcaster with a PhD in religious studies, which is extremely impressive and comes in super handy when she's um, probably when she has a super chatty Uber driver or something. I don't know. It's Susie Meister. He's a man who recently discovered a passion for pedicures, which, as I've learned from watching Real Housewives, has him on a path that will leave him duck-lipped and Botox. But at least he'll get there with soft and supple lady feet. It's hashtag Al. And he's a writer-producer who follows several giant bugs on Instagram, which sounds gross, but mostly they just post pictures of Justin Bieber. Giant bugs love Justin Bieber. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to make olive stuff with both pimentos and mentos. I'm her husband Daniel, and having a pregnant wife is a constant reminder of the wonders of nature. Like, how is it possible to sleep for 12 hours a day but still manage to complain for 20? Say and hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen.
1: Hello, my little mangoes it's me allison welcome to another exciting episode i would like to say hello to my guests hello greg heller hi
2: allison <laughs>
1: hello Susie meister in hi. the jenna kim jones seat <laughs> hi welcome back thanks for having me man hello alan hello alan whom Susie asked before we started the show <laughs> is your name al is your name albert <laughs> so i've been having fun thinking of him as hashtag albert it could work could work <laughs> daniel hello
3: hi hi jeff hi allison oops Hang on, I got a technical thing I have to take care of. Hold on.
1: This oh. is nervous.
3: <laughs> no, it's
4: okay.
1: <laughs> it was nervous. That was nervous. This is nervous. <laughs> I about that. Okay, so all sorts of stuff to get into. I want to hear about um, Albert's trip to Utah, <laughs> where Jenna still is. Um, but first, some business at the top of the show. So I will be doing my show at LA Podcast Festival, which is from September 23rd to 25th. I don't know which day I'm going to be doing it yet However, if you can't make it there, you can purchase a ticket to the live stream. They'll be streaming the entire festival, which will include my show, and a bunch of other great shows. And um, there's a special promo code. And if you, if you enter this promo code, you get five bucks off, and uh, they throw a few cents my way. So if you want to do that, go to LAPodCat. No, no, no. Erase what I just said in your brains. Go to LAPodFest.com. LAPODFest.com. And then here's where it gets a tiny bit complicated. I'm going to break it down for you though. Where it shows all the ticket prices. It says enter promotional code in blue right above the order now button. I'm telling you this because you're going to get there and you're going to go, I don't know where I enter the promotional code. I swear to you, you are not going to know where it is, but I promise you it is right there. Look for blue where it says enter promotional code right above the order now button. Click on that and then you just write in the promotional code, which is Rosen, R-O-S-E-N. So again, find the enter promotional code text click on that write rosen and then you can get the live stream ticket for um 20 bucks instead of 25 bucks and how wonderful that will be okay also thank you so much for your amazon support if you're gonna buy something on amazon click through the banner on my website alisonrosen.com doesn't cost you anything extra It helps out the show so so much so thank you for all your amazon support and also if you like what you're hearing and if this is the first show you're listening to i suspect you're like i don't yet actually but just wait it's gonna get better Just like life as a gay teen. It does get better. Mm. Um, I'm already uncomfortable with that joke, but I think it's okay. (laughs) Subscribe at iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. So, lots of stuff to get into. First, a question. Albert. Yes. (laughs) Jenna, your wife, who is not here right now. She's still in Utah. Yes. Yes. Mentioned that she had a dream where you cheated on her with Jennifer Aniston.
5: That's accurate. Yeah.
1: Did that happen while she was pregnant?
5: Most definitely.
1: Okay. Because yeah. when I heard the story the first time, I just thought, ha what an amusing story. However, at, now that I have had crazy pregnancy dreams, including one which I'll get into where Daniel cheated on me five times with an eye doctor mm. who was also a professor. No Damn. sex, though, but they had made out five times. That's yeah. just as bad. And then I was I was like, <laughs> oh, I wonder if Jenna's dream was while she was pregnant. It absolutely
5: is. It's like a... Now I don't want to speak on behalf of all pregnant women everywhere, please. But the research that Jenna did after her dream, which is typically where she goes to do, to do, you know, like mm-hmm. was this
1: anecdotal research or was this message boards?
5: This, as far as I know, this
0: is. There are other I,
1: kinds of.
5: Research, I don't know what too. source it may have been.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: what are they? Focus Besides groups? message scholarly. boards, <laughs> Besides
0: message boards and anecdotal, I don't know, like scholarly research. Microfiche. Oh. yeah Did
1: she uh, Microfiche. go to Johns Hopkins? <laughs> yeah.
0: I think she
5: just Googled mostly.
1: Okay, but it seems pretty reputable that uh-huh.
5: uh, when you're pregnant, you feel more vulnerable as a woman because now you like have an irreversible thing happening to you, and if if he were to leave you, you would. Feel for bad. I doctor professor. Yeah. And that's so, actually, like, it, the it was an emotional affair. Yeah. So, in <laughs> no. this case, you know, Jenna <laughs> thought Jennifer Aniston was her biggest threat, <laughs> which, you know, makes well,
1: sense. Well, and did she only have that one dream or did she have recurring dreams? Do you know?
5: To my knowledge, that's the only one. But uh, I'm sure there were times when she woke up angry at me <laughs> as a result of a dream and I just was too asleep to know.
1: Yeah. I've been having crazy dreams, ones where I've woken up sort of devastated mm-hmm. and in this one uh turned out that daniel behind my back had struck up quite a i don't know what with an, a woman who was an eye doctor not an ophthalmologist
4: mm-hmm. or an surgeon. optometrist
1: but a quote-unquote eye doctor mm-hmm. and she was sure. also a professor a professor of what i don't know so i guess my comp is interesting jenna's competition is a lovable girl next door (laughs) yeah and mine apparently is like super accomplished women who are ensnaring my husband so anyway they had hooked up
0: but she's but can i just in her defense (laughs) (laughs) in her imaginary defense (laughs) she's super chill i mean like she's she's not the type of person that's gonna rub your nose in it
1: that's the thing so that's kind of
0: what's great about her that's
1: the thing in the dream is that as much as i wanted to be annoyed i had to admit like oh yeah i see it you want to hate her (laughs) yeah but the thing is that i discovered it and i don't know how i discovered it but i in the dream i discovered it and it was like well underway because in the dream it was july and he had been this started february 19th (laughs) yeah so like i said they hooked up five times they had not had sex um and i really wanted to fight for the marriage and i wanted to suggest that we go to therapy but mm. i knew that daniel was in love with this eye doctor professor and i couldn't hang on to him like it mm. wouldn't be fair to try to yeah. hang on to the past i had to just let him go and like as someone who loved him i had to recognize that this is like the heart wants what it wants and it wants this eye doctor professor bitch and i have to just <laughs> let that happen and I was in the dream I was pregnant and like that kept coming up that I was pregnant. Yeah. And also I remember there was a whole thing where I didn't know where to sleep that night because I wanted to just take off and be like, see how you like it when I don't come home tonight, except that I was like, he might just be at her place and he won't even give a flying <laughs> fuck. Yeah. So um, I didn't know which direction to go with that word. <laughs> I went, I went there. So yeah, it was awful. I've never had a dream like that. <laughs>
5: They're tough. I have them where like I I have a dream where Gina Chet... Jenna Gina Gina Chet, Gina Chet, <laughs> whatever Albert <sorry>. yeah <laughs> and uh, and I wake up mad. I wake up yeah. like for yeah. like the next four hours. I'm just frustrated and like man, I can't believe that, but it's not true.
4: Right.
0: Well, but the you probably had the dream because you're feel you know, like you the dream doesn't create the feeling. The dream is a. Um, manifestation, manifestation of the, of the feeling, feeling. Right? yeah so
1: so it can be yeah there can be something under it i guess yeah
0: well and like insecurity or maybe you oh absolutely something made, yeah, so.
5: yeah well and i guess you have to look at it too and be like daniel allison clearly loves you like she has these feelings and so like i would take it as like a compliment like oh cool like this person clearly likes me enough to have a weird dream about me that's actually the dirtiest <laughs> part
0: i like absolutely. that you you made the breakup easy though <laughs> <laughs> That was cool of you. I was was such a cool girl in the dream.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I really, it's weird. I felt this like, I want to hang on to this. I want to get even. I want to fight for this impulse in the dream. It was a very, it felt very complicated, this dream. Um, Like I totally felt this like, I'm going to make him miss me. I'm going to make him pay. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And then I was just like, you know what? I have to just let what's going to happen happen. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of sadness and loss in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember I woke up, at, I don't feel like it 6 in the morning, and I reached out and touched your arm. And you're like, what? And I'm like, oh, nothing. I just I had a dream that you left me. And you're like, oh, I thought I was snoring or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had a dream that I left you.
0: No, I had a dream that um, we were growing apart.
2: Mm. Oh, abstract dream. Mm. Yeah. Oh.
0: It was. How did that
2: manifest itself in a dream? Did you like reach out for her and she sort of recoiled? Yeah, she just, it
0: was like emotionally, I could right. feel her pulling away. Right. And then that's when I met this eye doctor. Let me
1: <laughs> <laughs> I- oh, yes. I think that was it. That was part of it. It was this awareness. Sorry, I left this part out. I forgot about this part it's the icky part there was this awareness in the dream that i had c- somewhat created this situation by allowing us to drift apart and by taking you for granted hence driving him into the arms of this other woman i don't know how she had time for you mm. she might have her- just been like
2: an adjunct professor or something like that like, <laughs> right? it might not have yeah, been i think she- i suspect she was just a ophthalmologist yeah. by day she, and she, maybe yeah. on the weekend talking she's a, courses. She's a guest
0: professor. Right. She a speaker, actually.
2: She was, a, speaker, sub- actually. Yeah. Maybe she was like a tenure track. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly.
0: Maybe just like a regular she's on the lecture circuit. She's a famous, she's a famous eye doctor. Yeah. I mean, she has other things. Yeah. She did a TED talk. She
1: I'll
0: Post things. a link. Is
1: she younger? Was she younger oh. than I am? Because mm. she was definitely I mean, yeah, lighter color course. hair than me. Of course. Wait, did you
3: see her in the dream? Yes. Oh. She
1: looked kind of okay so we went away for july 4th and there was a hostess at this restaurant and (laughs) as she walked by daniel said you know who she looks like and i said lala from vanderpuff rules and he said yes so in my dream the woman looked like that hostess
0: looked like lala
1: i mean so not only is she an eye doctor professor but she's got like a banging body Mm. and a triple juicy butt
0: Are you sure this isn't the dream right now?
1: <laughs> Susie, did you have weird dreams while you were pregnant?
6: Yeah, but no no cheating dreams. But I did dream about the child a lot. I was certain that it was a boy um, because it was always a boy in my dreams. And I read about wow. how that was the only um, effective predictor of sex. Was, really? Was women's dreams. My
0: mom says that. She dreams it's,
6: early oh, when I was a boy. yeah. Yeah. And that's statistically the only, uh, predictor, oh. you know, how people have all these, you know, right, you're, you're carrying, carrying low yeah, or, but the dreams were, had the highest rate of predictability for oh. sex. Oh. Please
1: let me dream. of having a girl. Have you not yet? <laughs> no, sex? Uh, no, I, no, I've, I've dreamt about the baby, but, um, I have not had any dreams, uh, with the gender. Wow. That's interesting.
6: Very, I am very. I really want to know what you're having. Do you? Do you don't know.
1: I don't know yet. Are you going to find out? Yes. Oh, right. So, <clears throat> at ten weeks, which is what I am now, um, they can do a blood test mm-hmm. uh, and they can tell. But it might be complicated because I was carrying twins, and um, one of them is. I've talked about it before. Um, I'm is not making it. Um, didn't make it. Didn't make it. Is gone. So, well, actually, I'll get into that because it's not not exactly gone. But um, because of that, I think that might confuse the results because they're going to yeah. get the DNA from both of them. Yes. So if there's any, and my DNA is in there too. So if there's any boy DNA in there, then it's unclear. Um, if there's, but I think if it's like, there's no boy DNA in there, then for sure I would be having a girl. I think is how that would work. So anyway, we've had two scans since the last time, um, that we recorded and I now am afraid before every ultrasound that baby A, which is the healthy, so there's baby A and baby B. Baby A is a healthy one and baby B is the. One that I miscarried, except that I never actually physically miscarried. It just kind of got absorbed. Um, And I'm now always afraid baby A will be like, its heart won't be beating or something, even though it's very healthy. Mm -hmm. But I think that's normal. I think it's just the shock of finding out that there's two heartbeats. Oh no, now there's just one heartbeat. That now I'm like, I'm like prepared every time to hear bad news. Um, But so I was super nervous, but we went in and baby A is really healthy and we heard the heartbeat and then nice. <clears throat> here's the creepy part. Excuse me, I, that I just cleared my throat in the mic, and that is unfortunate for the listeners. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, I'm also short of breath, which is a pregnancy thing, yeah. which is weird. Uh, it is on mic and uncomfortable <laughs> for everyone, but also for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we went in. Um, baby A, super healthy. We heard the heartbeat, which was was cool, and um, and like felt profound and then like i don't know how literally how far apart in my uterus i want to say half an inch an inch there's baby b no heartbeat still there
4: yeah which
1: was i just expected upon hearing that baby b has no heartbeat i expected i would come in next week and it just like it would be gone (laughs) um but no still there still
0: there like a tiny
1: bit smaller than before and i just sorry go ahead
0: what bangs over its eyes and just like (laughs) Smoking a cigarette in the corner of the riding, uterus, writing in its moleskin. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: yeah. F- Poor you, Mom. dead goth baby. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. But I just kept it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it. it's just, that was a weird thing to wrap my head around. And also thinking, like, yay, the healthy baby that's so close to this dead. I mean, I guess dead baby is the wrong terminology. Right. But so it, there's just something so creepy to me about like, you're you're half an inch away from your sibling that you'll never meet, so that was weird um but I was very happy that baby a was doing well and then we went in for our next scan, and um baby a was wiggling around and sucking mm. its thumb, which was oh. insane like it was it's insane so to watch that happening on the ultrasound yeah. it was um I don't know just the way it was moving, and it's like it's tiny it's like an inch inch and a half at this point. Um and at that point baby B was gone at that. There was still a gestational hmm. sac but no baby. So I, it got absorbed. Allison, do you yes. think it was
6: interesting cuz when I saw you um
1: at Phil's, yeah
6: and you said you were pregnant and you didn't know if it were it was twins or not and but you had dreams that it was
1: and I th- suspected it at the beginning. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. It, I saw you when I was like very, I had, yeah. I was just pregnant. I suspected that it, it might be because I got the pregnancy, the positive so early and because my symptoms were so strong.
6: But this is what I'm saying about the dreams and how they're predictors. Yeah. It's like your body knew, but your brain didn't. Right. Or your emotional state didn't. But right. But then you had the dream and you were like, I think it might be because I
1: had the dream. It makes yeah. sense though
0: because you're body does know Literally. it just doesn't understand.
1: Yeah. Well the weirdest right? yeah. the weirdest part of all of that to me is our air conditioner Oh, air conditioner update, it was fixed um a day after we recorded the last episode. A lot of people Ooh. had reached out. They're- they felt bad for our air conditionerless <laughs> existence. And I appreciate that. Thankfully yeah. it was fixed pretty fast. Um, but I still feel sorry for myself that I had to live through that hell. America so anyway, was
0: waiting for the update.
1: <laughs> they needed it. They needed yeah. it. <laughs> if
0: you listen carefully,
2: you can hear people go, <sighs> oh, man, right? They're like, God.
1: enough about <laughs> the babies. Yeah. What's going on with your AC? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, our air conditioner had stopped working for about a week during the heat wave. And I, for the first three or four days, I was like beside myself, could despondent, really emotionally having a hard time with it and thinking I don't understand why it's affecting me in this way. I understand being physically uncomfortable, but why am I like I'm like emotionally shutting down? I can't deal with this. I I hadn't I was so depressed and then we went in for the scan and I found out that I was in the process of miscarrying the second one. And instantly I was like, this is why I've been so upset. And once I found that out, then I just came home and I was uncomfortable, but I wasn't beside myself like that. So I really think that my, some part of me knew that's what was happening. And that's what I was so upset about. It made more, makes more sense to me. Mm -hmm. So anyway... So that's all that.
3: Hmm. Last night I dreamt that I was surfing with the Michelin man. When's that gonna happen?
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: God. It's the
6: is biggest a predictor
0: thing? of surfing with the Michelin man <laughs> is having a dream about it.
1: <laughs> and then one more Daniel story, and then we move on to other things. For example, Jeff had some kind of underwear catastrophe that I need to hear about. Um so Dan so when we um go out of the house, we give Wendy a Kong, which for people who don't know, a Kong is like a little rubber toy that has a hole in the center that you can put food and treats in. A and Kong? Sort of, yes. Yeah, of course. Do you actually know? No, no I never Okay. Did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess half the listeners will yes please Kong. The other half, definitely. I'm going to guess
2: of 90% of the listeners will go,
0: what is a Kong?
1: Fine, I'm going to have to do a Twitter poll now.
0: That, it's not. Yeah, that wouldn't be a yes please or, or an no, oh please. please. That would be a uh, What is that, please? Yeah. Or I don't know, please.
1: <laughs> well. Al, so, did you know what a okay. Kong
5: was? I didn't know it by name, but I know what it is now. Susie Kong? We,
6: yeah, you know. I did. You did? I had yeah. a dog, yeah.
5: We just called dog it the thing that you hide reason. the treats in that occupies the dog for 30 minutes.
2: Jeff, did you know Kong?
3: I think I knew of it. I knew it was some dog something. I didn't know that it was specifically the treat thing. I thought mm-hmm. it was a brand. Well,
1: of- it is. It is. But I think it started as specifically that treat thing, and oh, then okay. now they make other things. So anyway. Mm.
2: Feeling less confident about my 90%. <laughs> 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 we'll
1: Well, find out. Don't you worry. Yeah, we'll okay. get to the bottom of this. <laughs> um through anecdotal or message board research okay. <laughs> or microfiche. So anyway, <laughs> I looked at the Kong that Daniel was packing for Wendy and I said, that is a lot of treats. No wonder she loves you. Because we mm-hmm. have kind of an ongoing, who does she love more? And mm-hmm. I, think I think it's resolved. Both, yeah, she loves Daniel more. Yeah. Um, and I was like, no wonder she loves you more.
0: She's my snuggle mm-hmm.
1: And he said, what? And I said, that's a lot of treats. Like way more treats than I would give her. The mm-hmm. treat to food ratio was overwhelmingly treats yep. in Daniel's Kong. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, but why not? And I said, because she's a big gal. <laughs> oh and he said, but she's my big gal. And I said, I'm your big gal. And he said, that's true, but she's also my <laughs> big gal. And I said, you did not have to agree. And he goes, but you're pregnant. Yeah. Like in the perfect, perfect amount of time for him to say it. But still... <laughs> I had to bring it up on the show. So she mean? said,
2: I'm your big gal, and you
0: agreed. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Thank was like you it. for but I was thinking, right in. I
0: really was thinking, you're pregnant. But you're that was big... a
6: trap, Allison. It oh, is.
0: That is a trap. You
6: I'm your big
1: gal. I know.
0: Susie, you didn't see the uh, danger minefield sign <laughs> out in front of the... <laughs> well, a lot of signs in front of the house
2: today. I, I'm into signs,
0: yeah. But,
1: but it's sort of like
2: if your other says... Does these jeans make my ass look fat? For
0: sure the answer is no. No. And it's always the answer is no because it's your ass that makes your ass look
1: fat. (laughs) All right. Daniel has a a problem with honesty. He's very honest. (laughs) Which I appreciate. That's unfortunate. It's really a problem. It's a perfect match. Let me put it this way. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. I appreciate it in a platonic sense. I'm like, this is someone who would never leave me for an eye doctor (laughs) because he couldn't because he's so honest. Occasionally, there are times where I'm like, What does like, that have to do with eye
2: doctors? I don't know.
1: Eye doctor professor. Like, he couldn't cheat. I don't think oh, he oh, could. He couldn't he yeah. he okay. He's honest to a fault, so I don't think he could ever be like duplicitous.
3: Yeah. Right. He'd cheat on you, but you'd know about I know it. I'd know
1: about it. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> well, I guess there's some uh, security in that. Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, I think in general, it's better to be. It makes me feel good to think he is honest to a fault. Except for the times where his honesty makes me feel like you could have couched that a little in a m- way that was more gentle. But it's okay because Greg, Greg right here came over. We had a conference call this morning and I opened the door and he said, hi, pregnant Allison.
2: Oh. Right, but not because you look pregnant, because you're now pregnant Allison. You, you look oh. the same. Oh.
1: See, Daniel, that is be perfect do look answer. The same.
2: No. Listen, you. Everyone's
1: <laughs> lying, but that's nice.
2: Allison, well, Don't point, don't point out another man's perfect answer in front of your husband. I
1: know. Sorry. Don't trust me.
0: It's, <laughs> it's not going to be a problem. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, yeah, I really was just thinking you're pregnant, and so therefore you're bigger because you're pregnant. I'm not thinking I saw what you. What I mean? Do you see what I mean?
5: <laughs> I wouldn't have even gotten that far. I would have just said, like, I called the dog my big gal, and then you said you wanted to be my big gal. So I said, you are my big gal, like you wanted me to say. And now it's offensive. So like, that's where,
1: Oh, like you would have gotten, I'd be like, gotten like, me on the defensive. Yeah.
5: I would have been like, there's, there's nothing to do with big, just-
1: make it worse. Rob, <laughs> yeah. make it worse. You are <laughs> such <laughs> an <laughs> effing idiot.
5: Exactly like that. So Jenna will do that to me and I'll step right into it and not know. Yeah. So I feel no, that's you what know that's why
0: it's designed to make you step into it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is no winning. Don't try to win.
1: Get out of my face mm-hmm. and shut your dirty mouth. That's it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jenna's Make It Worse Rob is my favorite. That's my favorite thing that's ever happened (laughs) since I've been on this. She's talking, she's reenacting an argument between my two old neighbors.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, So Greg surreptitiously recorded an argument between his neighbors
2: Rob and Kristen, yeah.
1: And he it surreptitiously
2: it. recorded many arguments between Wait, Rob but, and Wait, But
1: surreptitiously by just putting the recor- like record, like the recorder down in his kitchen. It That's wasn't loud, that surreptitious. Really yeah. yeah. It wasn't I mean, surreptitious, actually. It was very, um, the opposite of surreptitious. So he <laughs> said, he had talked about it on the show, I think. And I was like, we got to play it on the show. But he was struck with a conscience and felt that it would be wrong oh. to play it on the show. So I transcribed it so we could reenact it on the show. I and make then it worse, was, Rob.
2: Make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jenna was like, "Well,
0: I don't really act."
1: Oh yeah,
2: no, no, this isn't mine. As soon as she got the script in her hand, she was just like yeah. Kristen immediately. Yeah,
0: she got the script in her hand, and then a guy came in the room with his own spotlight. It was like, yeah, I <laughs> know.
1: Uh, she she's she made, guy,
0: Jenna. You can travel with this guy?
1: She made brave choices. Yeah. Uh, she lost herself in the role. <laughs> mm. Yeah,
0: shed real tears. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway,
1: Are they still a, together?
2: No, they're divorced. Oh. They were only married for four months. <laughs> oh,
6: really?
1: Yeah. Do you not know that. No, we did. We, I I did, we never did. got the uh
2: no. date. Uh, my my conscience is briefly kicking in, but
1: no. Yeah. So
2: she went to Europe for some work thing.
1: Yeah.
2: And then Rob was skyping with her at some point, and he was like, "You were supposed to be home two weeks ago, and you're fucking your boss in Switzerland or whatever." And then they moved out, and some other dude moved in.
6: Wait, like a telenovela. Yeah, there. and then
2: when when they moved out, I saw the woman who who owned the apartment who I never talked to for one second of my life, and she was like, you know, there's a table in the back. Oh, yeah, I want to look at it. And so I walked into the apartment, and I was like, well, what happened to Rob and Kristen? And She was like, so sad. They're already divorced. And I was like, don't want the table. Thanks for the update. Later. Yeah, so he left her, presumably because he had to go to the gym more. I think that was one of the big problems, that he spent a lot of time at the gym and the club. He was one of those dudes who went to just the club, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you wouldn't even, Or every place he ever went to, the only names it had were the name of the street or the number of the street. You know, those dick bag clubs. Like, <laughs> I'm at 57. Where are you? I'm at the Lincoln or whatever. Like, just every club, if it's just the number or the name of the street or a color mm. yeah. is for dick bags. <laughs> I'm at Azure. Where are you? I'm at 51. Like, that's what all of their texts were about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Wait, how
1: do you know their texts? Because you could hear them. Because
2: he would go, Kristen, I texted you, I'm at the Azure. You texted me, Rob, you said you were at the club. And then I was like, you said you were going to the gym, but I'm at 59, where are you? I'm at the Lincoln. So, <laughs> And that's what all their arguments were like, just screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming about like places. And I would be in my brain, I would be like, okay, never go there. Okay, never go there. Okay, never go there. Okay, never. And sometimes people will call me and they'll be like, we're at the Melrose. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not going to any place. that's just the name of the street or the address
1: did you know that she was sleeping with her boss in switzerland or sweden no because no Uh but in the exchange because Uh you heard that did you hear the skype oh yeah how hearing damaged were they or how thin are the walls
2: no there's no walls they're in the house next door to ours there's a do they have the windows wide open yeah they have the windows wide open And what's that thing? I think the easement, is that what it's called between your two houses or whatever? Yeah, between two properties. Yeah, Yeah. it's an easement. The easement is like not that wide and their windows were always open and I'm always (laughs) cooking so I'm always in the kitchen. Mm -hmm.
1: But I mean, I feel like, I don't think a neighbor would be able to hear my computer.
2: No, I couldn't hear her end of it. I could only hear Rob's end of it and he did not have Soto Voce. The dude fucking went for it. So I know like the majority of what happened to them. Yeah, i was sad. Where
1: is he living now? Who cares? <laughs>
2: Not next door to me. <laughs> That's
3: all I give a shit about. He moved into the La <laughs> He's over at
2: Club Nine.
1: Do you like your neighbors now? Uh, <sighs> I don't do to know. Um,
2: well, they were, they were replaced by Loud Fucking Guy, <laughs> who's nice. Um, but I, I hear you know, a lot of sex. Oh, and then, oh. wait.
0: Is he the loud one? No, she is. Okay.
2: And then a new dude just moved in in front of me, who's like 22. And I was taking the recycling out this weekend, and I opened it up just like to get a peek into his life. And it was like 22 in the trash can. It was Red Baron <laughs> pizza, Four loco, tons of Gatorade, just like everything that you're like. I hate 22. I hate 22. I hate 22. I hate 22 was all in the garbage. <laughs> so n- n- no. Well, not like no, him. He seems okay, I guess, but he's 22, if, and yeah. the rent is so expensive that if you can afford it when you're 22, yeah, yeah,
1: you're an asshole. Yeah, I
2: don't know. I'm giving him the benefit how, of the doubt for another week or something.
1: How many other people's trash have you looked into? Good question. Uh, not that
2: many. I mean, I just opened it up and wait I was like, wait a minute,
1: like, not that many.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell a lot about people by their trash.
1: Okay. Right. I assume.
0: Well, we, the answer is yes. Right. The question is, do you want to know that much about people that you dig through their trash?
2: I didn't dig through his trash. I lifted the lid on Feared the recycler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. I almost Instagrammed it. And it's it. the recycler. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Jeff, something in the underwear department happened with you?
3: Oh, my God. I had work, what I'm calling underwear apocalypse, <laughs> Or no, wait. Underwear-mageddon. Oh, wow. Or tony apocalypse. That's the other name for it. What does chony mean?
6: That's
1: underwear. So you don't Spanish. know the term choney? Yeah, it's
3: like underwear. Oh, I didn't know that. The yeah. that's not Spanish.
6: Well, but it's it's, a slang, it's slang, expression yeah. for underwear.
3: Is that an East Coast? Thing? As yeah, is my completely underwear. honkified understanding of my <laughs> Guatemalan
6: culture. nanny says says that
3: Chony. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I never heard mm-hmm. that word. See,
5: huh. maybe that's Puerto Rican because that yeah. could be an East Coast thing. That could, that could definitely is your be nanny like Puerto Rican?
6: A, She's Guatemalan. My mm, friend yeah. is Tony's, and she's from out here.
3: Yeah, I, I, I've only ever heard it out here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it could
5: be Latin American.
2: Okay. So what
1: happened?
3: I've, I'll defer <laughs> to cultural sensitivity and just call it underwear maggadin.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: A, a complete slaughter of my underwear. The laundromat that I go to, they got new dryers, and the place—the okay. place was one of these laundromats that looks like it has like nothing has changed there since 1972. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. it looks original, and there's a weird thing about laundromats where. All laundromats, they all kind of look cruddy, Mm -hmm. which is to be expected, but there's a sameness to their crudiness. Sure. (laughs) Like there's one, like if you were trying to make up your own decor for a laundromat, you might come up with something stupid, but Mm -hmm. how did they all come up with the same shitty decor? It's like there was somebody in 1972 A selling, monopoly
1: on shittiness. Yeah, or like,
3: right. oh, I had this uh, fold-out book, and you could pick from Shitty Decor Number One <laughs> or three. You know, but they're all the same. But anyway, this was that shitty 1972 decor, and some guy bought the place and fixed it up, brought in new dryers, and I was so excited for it. <laughs> nice guy, and it destroyed all of my underwear. Right, huh? Every yeah, every pair of underwear that I have. The elastic band in them just uh, went completely to shit. Almost doubled in size. Like, lost all of its elasticity. Is like, it the heat? I think, I <laughs> think the be. dryers were too hot and it just screwed up all the elastic. <laughs> wow. in them. So they may have been.
1: Strongly worded letter is in order along well, with some samples that you're destroyed. <laughs>
3: When you were trying to stretch no, they out. didn't. They <laughs> didn't turn into crunchy ones. I've had that oh. happen before. Oh, that's, yeah. It's Same. just, it's just they're all they're all loosey goosey. They're just all super stretched out, and it's so horrifying because the rest of the underwear you need like a <laughs> fine, yeah. but that that belt it you need a belt for your underwear. Yeah, I need, <laughs> I need like a Senza belt for my underwear, and it's so upsetting because you think. Okay, well, this is just a little loose, and the rest of it's and it's like no, no, it's horrible. It's like your body's falling apart for like two inches of your body. They're just they're just
0: everywhere. It's yeah. crazy, and, you... it, and
3: it slaughtered my entire my entire herd.
0: Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> our, well, you just pull them up a little bit and then duct tape them around your waist yeah. so that it cinches it. I was trying to think permanent of,
1: underwear. I
3: was yeah. thinking of. Uh, <laughs> My original stopgap solution was a safety pin. And I thought, well, that's, that's an accident waiting to happen,
1: right? Mm. Better than a straight pin, though.
3: Yeah, no, I wouldn't do a straight
1: a
0: pin. A safety pin is almost like a, a cloth diaper, though. So you would
1: can... <laughs> yeah. need a diaper pin, actually. That would be the safest. Diapers. Ill is... Diapers are something we're going to have to buy?
0: No, he could wear them.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's also an option. <laughs> Ill-fitting underwear is a scourge and, it's, and so super uncomfortable underwear. You know what you need, Jeff?
3: I need something because I need to replace a lot of underwear fast. (laughs) If only there was a solution at hand.
1: I would head to MacWeldon.com right now. Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing. Mack Weldon believes in smart design. You're talking to me when you say that, or is that,
3: well, that, that ad copy? They're definitely everybody. better oh, okay.
1: than whatever you're wearing right now, Jeff, okay. and I don't even want to know what you're wearing. But they're also better than what anyone at this table is wearing, except for Daniel, Daniel, who is wearing Mack Weldon yep. and is super comfortable mm-hmm. and enjoyed the shopping experience and how easy it was and how great the product is. They believe in smart design, premium mm-hmm. fabrics, and simple shopping. They're the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants you'll ever wear. And they have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. You want to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it and they will still refund you no questions asked. That's how confident they are. Not only does Mac Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well too. They're good for working out, going to work, going on dates, everyday life, recording podcasts. Yeah. Marching your butt to the laundromat and speaking with the manager and telling him that you are dissatisfied with his overly aggressive dryers—all <laughs> the things that regular people deal with in in an average day. Go to MacWeldon dot com, M A C K W E L D O N dot com, and get twenty percent off using the promo code Allison. So again, that's MacWeldon dot com, and get twenty percent off using the promo code Allison.
2: Jeff, yes. That's it. I think you should get all of the people at the laundromat and go over there and have an uprising against the man. And do you know what I think you should call it? <laughs> What's that? The Boxer Rebellion. Oh, perfect. Ah, perfect. I'll leave it at that. Nice. That whole that was setup good. was just so I could say the Boxer Rebellion.
3: Yeah. I knew it was solid. headed somewhere yeah, good.
1: Yeah.
2: That was or there. <laughs>
3: that, that was tight. Unlike my underwear.
1: <laughs> I want to get to the bottom of Choni. So First of all... <laughs> Do we know how it's spelled? I think it's C H O N I E Y. No, it's
2: I. It's C H O N I.
1: I thought you hadn't heard of it until No, but if ago. it's Spanish,
2: I think it would be C H O
1: N I.
3: Yeah. I would have said C H O N I E. Me too. And it looks like I'm right.
1: Me too. Where are you finding this? So, wait, well, you guys On are the going I E?
6: Yeah, because I always see it as plural. So, chonies of no, oh, yeah. it's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you, you wouldn't have one chony. <laughs> right, Al. What's going on? Albert, yeah. <laughs> Uh
5: There wouldn't be an IES because that's not really how you do it in Spanish. That's not how you write it.
1: Right.
6: Um, Why are you yelling?
5: Like los chonis. <laughs> it would be just is. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Al's right. That's yeah. in
2: Spanish. That's how it would be. But like, yeah. give
6: me another example.
5: Depends on what kind of backer uh, you are. Like if you say like um, <laughs> panqueques is like QUES. It's like either I S or E S. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Right. C H O N E S.
5: Yeah, like if you say mm. like Los Palis, like Pali, yeah. it, like it would be P L I S. What yeah, Uh Pali? I don't know. It was like a it was a food down in Uruguay that mm. I would eat. They would call them like Palis. I don't know. Oh, they were gotcha. like uh, beer nuts. It really the weird. Oh.
1: Susie, yeah. did yes. you know that Albert here has eaten an armadillo? No.
5: True story. I went through and Why found the pictures, by the way. Really? Yeah, I found the pictures of the armadillo or yeah. Molita. Mm. And the uh, capybara or carpincho, as I said, yeah.
6: Well, like, how do you prepare that?
5: Uh, they just roast it in a uh, shell. They t-
6: Come on. I'm
5: dead serious. Yeah, they just, they like put it like on a spit and they just kind of like roast it.
6: And then what? And
5: then you crack it in half and oh. kind of carve out the meat. Like or a, a lobster. lobster. Kind of like that, yeah. And then the tail is a delicacy. They wouldn't give me the tail.
1: You're kidding me. No, if serious. you had paid them more, would they have or like well, no they tail for
5: you? As, they gave it to us as a gift.
6: Oh, yeah. was it delicious?
5: It was really good. I really liked it. Yeah, because you don't have any, like as a missionary, you don't have any money. Mm-hmm. You're like yeah. dirt poor. And so a lot of times people just give you food because you're like they hungry you and walking <laughs> in the street. You know. right. What do you do,
6: like dip it in butter or what?
5: Oh, we just ate it like straight up. <laughs> tartar sauce. We didn't uh, <laughs> the, put anything on it. What's the texture? Is it like? It's like if you've ever had like roast, like Sunday roast beef, like if if you yeah. had like a roast that kind of falls apart and it's kind of like. Is it like red uh, meat? meat? Uh. Yeah, it's sort of like red meat, but it's really thin. So you kind of oh, like carve it off surprising. of the shell. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so it's kind of like a roast beef, and it's really salty.
6: Mmm, that, that sounds, yeah. sounds good. And it
3: comes with its own plate. Easy cleanup.
5: Exactly. You <laughs> just, just go to town. And then like the the tail is sort of, you know, cylindrical. And I think that's where like the good meat is, which is sort of like lobster. You Yum. Know?
6: Yeah. Mm. Mm. I am so glad you told me that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
6: <laughs> no, I am. I don't think...
1: No, no, I'm happy for you that you heard it. Oh, the look on my face is just thinking about armadillo. It's the same look that Daniel has on his face. Why? It's the thought of armadillo tail. It's yeah, the thought then, of cylindrical armadillo tail that's extra flaky. And
5: then if you hit one with your car, it just sounds like something like something plastic yeah. is shattering.
1: Like what? Do it.
5: Uh, like. <laughs> 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 just like that. Just like that.
6: I mean, that happens in Texas, right?
5: I would think so. I. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in Texas and never hit an armadillo, but in Uruguay, I hit like two. No. Yeah.
1: Did you eat them? No, Yeah. No, we just
5: keep going at that point
0: because <laughs> you're in the middle of nowhere.
5: You
6: just Think about going. all that tail you missed out on.
0: <laughs> God, you could have got so much tail in Uruguay. He <laughs> <laughs> got a little bit of tail, not a lot of tail.
1: They wouldn't give him the tail. <laughs> it's yeah. But the tail is the best part. It's cylindrical. Mm.
0: It is the best part. He yeah. like to coat it in butter.
1: Um, Speaking of things in the real world... Is anyone playing Pokemon Go? I feel like I have... Everyone just looked at me like... Fuck, I, people our age are playing the game. I was
2: looking at you because of that turn. Speaking of things in the real world.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, look, you can, hit, you can hit armadillos with your car. You can catch Pokemons in an um, easement. That was the word from before, right? <laughs> yes, it was. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yes. Nice work. So anyway, Pokemon yeah. Go, anyone... No. Absolutely I'm, not. Do you guys mm-hmm. know about it? Jenna yes. plays it. Really? Yes. But
0: apparently, bef- I I read that they are capturing all a lot of your metadata and keeping track of where you are and stuff. And people, oh are yeah, to I really read wonder that about a I'm wonder about whether that. you're giving away your security with this game. But hey, catch them all. But
1: aren't you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing that with everything. Correct. Who cares? Mm.
0: They're
5: taking everything. The other articles that they're uh, I'm not sure about that. people are just <laughs> robbing. Yes, them. I saw that. Those, yeah. So just depends.
1: There's also an article, though, about how it's really helping people's mental health because it's getting them out into the world. But then I read an article that I found just like... How (laughs) could we know that already, though? I know. Two days in, they are cured (laughs) of mental illness. It was um, put out by Pokemon Go public relations. <laughs> they did a lot of work. Um
0: yeah, But they're reliable. They're yeah. pretty Yeah.
1: And then I read this article, which just was like heaped onto all the sad news that happened recently. It was a black man who wrote it, who said that as a black man, he can't play Pokemon Go yeah. because it's unsafe for him to be seen like circling someone's apartment complex, which like is what Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> right. Cause I guess Pokemon Go, you sort of go out looking for the little Pokemons yeah. and all of a sudden you're kind of just aimlessly walking around that's the part that sort of creeps me out is not creeps me out that's the wrong word but that i would just get so into it that i'm like wandering into traps. but isn't
0: there there's a part of it where you can place pokemons and then people will come find them so you can like lure people to places by right and placing that's them or something got- like that so yeah so you'll Drop. like you searching for them and all of a sudden you're in like some transient's pants or something like that and it's like there it is you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That. But
2: you've gotten that far before you noticed something <laughs> weird was happening. <laughs> You're just like, excuse me, t- homeless dude, I have to check out your nuts. <laughs> oh, there's no Pokemon here?
0: Fuck. It's a super valuable Pokemon. Oh, someone else got it.
2: Must have been another homeless dude's scrotum that was housing that Pokemon. <laughs> Sorry to bother you. Look at my balls.
6: <laughs> I read that the um, Westboro Baptist Church, the place on there... Uh, location was like a gym for the Pokemon and that somebody named Love is Love took over the gym and then the Westboro responded by saying um, uh, Pokemon go and sin no more. That oh. was like their response the... and I can just see them like coming up with it and being so excited.
0: They... <laughs> Pokemon go to the gym?
6: No. Like they what were...
0: they do there? Oh, I think that's, that's a, a, a thing in Pokemon world the gym. Oh like is it? It's not like a gym gym. It's like where they I don't know anything. I don't know. Can go on. Jinny. I, like as <laughs> <far> <laughs> as I could go you. with it. I don't know. Maybe that's where they become bigger Pokemons. I don't know.
1: <laughs> where they get pumped. I don't know either. Let's um, <laughs> let's try to help out a-, a listener who has an advice question. We have a little song. When we ask, to send
0: them in. They're wondering how you...
1: Hey, Allison and Thursday gang. I need your help. I recently moved from Los Angeles to a small town in North Carolina. I moved here because I got a great opportunity through my brother's wife who tends to bend the truth and exaggerate. To work with her mom's organization that empowers female farmers and helps them get their business started, or so I thought. I was under the impression I would be helping with office work, be in meetings, and stuff of that nature. Since I've been here, which has been a month to the day since I wrote in, there has been very little of that. Instead, they have me out in the field or their warehouse doing labor-type work, including packing produce in boxes, lugging them around, sometimes for 12 or more hours. Today's shift was 13 hours of labor. I'm a rugged and muscular eight Teen-year-old, so I've been able to tough it out, but it's wearing my mental health down. I'm all alone, staying with a family I don't really know that well, nor are they interested in getting to know me all that much. I did not bring any work clothes, so now a lot of my clothes and shoes are ruined. I've only been able to go out a couple of times and took advantage and got some new jeans and a decent shirt to wear if I do go out. This was supposed to get me ahead in life, but now I feel like it's weighing me down. I left my friends on our last summer together before we go our separate ways for college, only to be hit with this. Now I'm missing out on a lot. I was supposed to be here until November, which is when their growing season ends, but I saw a chance to leave earlier when they asked me if I was going to continue school. I said I was starting at a local community college back home and I, probably be leaving mid-August. I end up breaking down sometimes because I just want all of this to stop and go away. Though, I'd be embarrassed if I came home four months early from when I was supposed to come back because I couldn't last. I want to prove something to myself, so I want to tough out my situation until August, but what should I do? It would be hard to leave saying I came under the impression I was going to be doing something else. Pay is good, but is also making me consider roughing it out as long as I can. Any input would be great. Love your show. It gets me through a fraction of my Shift. Mm-hmm. Call me Slick Sloth to keep me anonymous. So this is from Slick Sloth.
0: Uh, I knew a Slick Sloth when I was <laughs>
1: game different. Game. Different Slick Sloth. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Just be clear.
2: Well, first off, congrats on being rugged and muscular. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's that just solid work. Right right so right. in
1: such a
6: cool little. No,
2: not every eighteen-year-old is rugged and muscular. So I, I was. I wasn't that. rugged or muscular. <laughs> you got that going for you. Which
6: is nice. Uh, a lot of conflict in that message. Yes. You know, one part of him wants to stay. One part of him wants to hit the road. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like the job is just not at all what he thought it was going to be, and he hates it. And he doesn't feel like they are interested in getting to know him, and so he feels lonely. And he—I don't think he used the word lonely, but lonely and estranged. I think um, quitting
6: is underrated.
1: Yeah, I kind you know of do too. Yeah. yeah.
3: Quit early and quit often. I kid
1: feel kid is like he's young. Yeah. yeah. I think- I I was gonna say, I think the only reason to stick it out would be if the pay is so great that it's worth it to be like, I'm gonna be unhappy for another few weeks because I'm gonna make this much money or another month or however much it is. But I kind of agree. I know that I have a tendency to stay in situations that I want. Like, I'll, I wanna leave. I wanna reach out to someone. I wanna tell someone how miserable I am. This is, this is more when I was young. Um, but I just kind of sort of like with the air conditioner, I just like shut down and I don't, and I, I stick it out. And then I think, why? I didn't have to be that unhappy. Yeah. Yeah, there's, There's
2: a weird thing too, where like, I have this sometimes too. I certainly had it even more so when I was younger, where you sort of conflate the idea of a work ethic with taking advantage of yourself. Yeah. Like, this yeah. person is being right, of, taken kicking, it, of it, kicking the crap out of yourself. Right, exactly. And it's like in your brain you go, Well, my work ethic is so strong that I should stick out the promise right. that I made. Yes. But really what you're doing is you're wasting your time. Yeah. If you really need the money, I agree with you. Just keep your head down and finish the job. But if you don't 100 percent need the money, I would get out. I mean, he's 18. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. yeah you're but I think
1: young. also it could create problems with the family. Was it his his brother or yeah, his cousin? Yeah, but she um, led
6: him there under false pretense.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. But, but I but it still is not going to be easy to leave. Um, I don't know. But then as we were as we were talking about this, I was looking at you, Al, and I was thinking that I bet a lot of missionary. A lot of missions involve a period of acclimation where people are like homesick and feel like they can't, can't deal, right?
5: Yeah. My rule of thumb is whenever you make a big change like that, either move or change jobs or in this case, both, you need to plan for three to six months of garbage. <laughs> Just three to six months of like, right. I miss home. I miss my friends. This is different. I don't like it. Because after you get through that initial phase, you, you can find sort of a rhythm. You're used to doing the work and maybe you like the area that you live. Um, but for this person's case, I I would say the term that you want to zero in on is disconnect. That's the, that's the nice way of saying what you explained and what I thought I heard is not what I thought was happening. And so we have a disconnect. It's not offensive. We just had a miscommunication. So I'm, I'm bowing out and I've done that before. I've had an interview where I thought it was one thing and I got there and said, you know, this is a disconnect. Mm -hmm. It's my fault. I'm very sorry. And I'm just going to step away.
2: Right, but it's really not that kid's fault. I mean, if you got no. somewhere where you were doing missionary work, for example, and they were like, oh, you're just going to be flipping burgers, you would be pissed. Yeah, you would say, like, this isn't what I what I wanted. And so,
5: in, you know, to take away from it is ask more questions, you know, some real, like, in-depth questions of exactly what's going to be happening. But if they did a bait-and-switch, then it's, there's no offense to say, man, I'm, I'm heading home. But I, I would also say at 18, if you're looking back at your friend's, Out of three months, they probably only have like maybe four good nights, four (laughs) solid parties that you missed, bro. But the rest is kind of boring. And so, you know, don't think you're missing that much.
2: You got a lot lot of FOMO when you're 18, though. You got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. lot, lot.
3: I will add this to it. There is no glory in suffering. There's just suffering. Mm -hmm. And remember that. That's not the same thing as being tough or... Hammering it out, or being doing a good job, or being a good person, it's like, you're just you're just tearing your own yeah. guts out, and yeah. there's no benefit. Do you want to be a
5: farmer or any of those kind of things? If this doesn't help you on that path, then you're okay to bail. Yeah.
1: It is really hard, though, to pull that cord. Like I totally get what you're saying, Greg, about that feeling of it's a matter of my work ethic. Cause that's where my brain would go. I would go like, what's wrong with me that I can't do this. Mm. Um, But I think we're here saying, don't, don't look at it that way. Just look at it. Like you thought you were going to be doing a certain kind of job and you're, you're there and it's a totally different kind of job. And this, that's not the job that you wanted.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've had people quit jobs that I'm the boss of many times. And if they come into your office and they're like, I got this other gig and it pays better. You're like, well, then go fucking do it. But if they come into your office and they're like, this isn't what I, I want to do, then you go. Then you should go do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's a totally acceptable reason to leave a job, I think, especially at that young of an age when you have so many opportunities.
6: And whatever embarrassment he worries about in going home will be outweighed by the relief, mm-hmm. in my experience. I
1: think so, too.
2: Totally. Yeah, That anticipation of embarrassment is like always 300 times greater than the reality of the embarrassment always and it's 95 percent in your head you're not going to get home and your friends are going to go you're a quitter like no one's going to you know care. yeah they don't give a shit <laughs> they no don't care. i think if it
1: would party without you yeah exactly <laughs> i think i suspect well i'm now speaking for slick sloth um i suspect it's mainly just dealing with the brother and the wife potentially the family back home i don't mm-hmm. think the friends would be in it. I think the friends would just be happy sure. to see him again.
2: Well, d- I mean, does your family love you? <laughs> they don't want you to be unhappy.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think. What but do I, you think, I your family
0: I think that um, he should talk to the people that brought him there and tell them what he thought the job was, and at and find out if this is there's some other plan. First of all, because he went there for a reason. So just just leaving without at least finding out if this was going to. Be something more than it is is, is important, uh, and then I think that he should. If it turns out that this is just what it is, then he should absolutely cut bait and go. Um, you're you're too young. I mean, it doesn't matter. You can quit things at eighteen. It doesn't fucking matter. I quit so many jobs when I was young. Like, I, just like, oh, this sucks. I can do something. It, it does. It. You know, if you're somebody who has a work ethic, you know if you're somebody who can follow through on things. And if you don't know that, you're going to find out. But right now at this time, your friends that are there, if you're not getting anything out of this, you are. I think you are missing out on something. You know, those friends next year will drift apart a little more. And then the next year, a little more. And these summers and these months after high school, they're kind of precious. And those are... Like, you're not going to be able to reclaim that. You'll have other memories and other friends. But if you're not getting what you want out of this, and by the way, if you stick with it and it's just hard work, that's something too. It's not like you're not getting something out of that. Struggle is its own great memory in some ways. So it's not like there's a perfect answer here. But I think that if you, first of all, try to get what it is you wanted to get out of it. And if you can't get that out of it and there's nothing else other than you being taken advantage of, then uh, I would leave. Shut it down.
1: Mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, If you would like us to try to help you, email us, ariymbfshow at gmail.com and put advice in the subject line. And your question in the body of the email. Al, how was Utah?
5: Utah was wonderful it was uh we go to see jenna's family because that's when they make the trek home since they all live around the world and are all uh, the
1: kim joneses there
5: uh most of them yeah most <laughs> of them
0: is it all the kim joneses just wander <laughs> for a few months and then find themselves back but yes, every year this
5: is the time they take showers and haircuts. <laughs> like,
0: they, they, they all they migrate back to utah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, They
2: cross, they're over the Donner
0: Pass, <laughs> and they make their way back home. <laughs> oh, this is the time, of year. they've got people in lawn chairs along. the Oh, this is the time, of year. Right. the Kim Joneses come by. and then there. Uh, I saw a couple
2: of Kim Joneses on the crest there. They should be home by Thursday.
5: <laughs> yeah, so they are just like a giant expat family that come in. And so we always try to go up for the first week of July uh, and see everybody. And then she's sticking around because she has a couple gigs up there this mm-hmm. week. So it kind of worked out.
6: Nice. Were you there for the candy run, the sweepstakes? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) What was this? So,
5: Janae... Jenna's mom mm-hmm. somehow got entered at their local grocery store for a candy sweepstakes. What? Somehow, and she won. What? And so we're like, what does this mean? I feel you know? like
1: this is crazy because I feel like no one ever wins those things. <laughs> I just assume no one ever wins. But yeah. I feel like won.
5: Janae wins things.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's a well, winner. <laughs> she's like, I never, I never entered. <laughs> you know? I never
5: shop at this store, but someone must have <laughs> entered her. I suspect it was Jenna's oldest brother because he's kind of a joker like that. Uh, and is that so, Tyler? yeah, Tyler. And so she won, and we all went to the grocery store to figure out, like, you know. So what's the deal? Is it like a pack of I was hoping that
6: it was like supermarket sweep. I wanted it. Yeah, oh, how cool would that like it's
5: like be? you have sixty seconds. You have a strategy, no! and you're just like shoveling them off the the shelf.
0: And you but, have to strategize like which aisle you're going to go down first because yeah. right. it's the most expensive. Yeah,
6: who was it? This must be from Snapchat. But it was just. One of you guys it. were saying like. You wanted to take your arm and just take it down the shelf. I've (laughs)
5: planned it. I've planned it all out. You just keep the cart in front and the right arm out and you just shovel it in as you run through. So then what happened? So it was $50 of candy. That's it? Anything in the candy aisle. (laughs)
6: Well, no, I hold think Bob
5: That's pretty it. great. Fifty dollars like of free candy.
1: Everyone is so mad. 50 I have a lifetime is, of candy. Is it, what I was hoping to get. This is just a get. mom
5: and pop grocery store. Oh, okay. They're not. They're not the big evil Ralph's but Corporation. It, no, like, let's put them out of business. that would be fun. <laughs> come on.
0: But hold on. Hold on. I can't I use the word
1: sweepstakes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And fifty dollars. I, I, I don't know if
5: sweepstakes <laughs> is the
0: right <laughs> word. Sweepstakes also a implies. Contest. Okay,
1: that's, that word. It also
0: implies a countdown. You know, you have a limited amount of time in order to get fifty dollars worth. Someone
5: pulled up to the house in a van with a giant check and some balloons, and said,
1: <laughs> like
0: 50
5: dollars."
1: That's a sweet That's a terrible sweepstakes. So fifty. So what'd she get?
5: So what we did is we got into the aisle, and Jenna was like,
2: "Did they bags. shut the market down for this?" No,
0: they just go uh, like
1: fifty dollars. So far
2: from
5: anything sucks, any of us yeah. had in mind. Sorry, we, yo. we paged the eighteen-year-old. Desk manager, and she's like, okay, whatever you She ate. got a gift certificate for she's $50 like, at the candy store. Let's uh, go down the aisle and pick 50 bucks with the candy and, uh, I'll ring you out. So we went down there, mm-hmm. and I got my calculator out because I had to calculate the tax to keep everybody on
2: track.
6: <laughs> of
1: course.
2: And. So you guys were hitting 50 even. Well, Not yeah, no. one if you penny hit 50, more at the if you Mom go old, was, you have for it.
6: <laughs> it was forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, wow.
5: So they, like, Jenna was like, what if I just get all these? And I was like, quantity, quantity, quantity. Mm-hmm. So we got, like, a big bag of, like, Snickers mix of, mm-hmm. like, all the different kinds of Snickers, some Swedish fish, M&Ms. You wasted the money on Swedish fish? Yeah. Look, what else can really? you do? Really? I feel like so Swedish are fish are great. above the Snickers well, in the my thing. heart. your hands were tied. When you have 50 bucks... You don't want just 50 bucks of, like, chocolate or 50 bucks. Of, like, you kind of want to, like, spread it
0: out. Well, like, 50 bucks worth of you shitty hit all candy, candy, candy versus groups. good candy. Red ropes.
5: Did you get any red ropes? They got... I think Janae likes uh, Twizzlers. And so we got a uh, pack of Twizzlers. You guys. Like those nibs. Whatever some those Twizzlers. things are called. I, li-
1: I like nibs, actually. Janae I'm not likes a big nibs. fan of Twizzlers, but I can get behind some so nibs. So we got
5: some nibs. We got some Snickers. We got... Like Swedish one of those 10-pound bags, uh, whatever those things are, those giant things. Of what? Of uh, <laughs> Snickers and Swedish fish. Did you get any
2: circus peanuts? No. Ugh. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I just know. wanted to see if you'd buy it. Come on. It.
5: <laughs> okay. And then so I did all the tax and we thought, I was like, oh, I think it's going to be like $51 and it was $49.99.
0: Wow. And we walked on out of there. You're not going to spend any money at that mom and no. pop Get struggling candy store. <laughs> You're not going to have your $1. I'm not
3: doing this. None of you brought any cash with you. No, on purpose. Was, you know, 49 dollars <laughs> Now, wait. Did they give you a penny at the end, or did, did no. they put cr- a penny credit onto the swipe not card? At all. <laughs> not at
5: all. They did have to take a picture. No. And oh. so somewhere in the Associated Foods or Associated Grocers group... <laughs> Jenna's picture is there With her sweepstakes Winning it's Wow! So great.
1: Now it's interesting Janae didn't want to be On the ground to, mm-hmm. to choose the candy herself
5: No she never does She, she never she does says what? like Like she never wants To be the one who like
1: Procures the who, candy? Like
5: makes the choice That you might be unhappy with
1: Oh So like, oh. she stays oh. home? No
5: she was with us But she just said I like I see but I want you all to choose. You so pick the candy was for want. everybody. She's such just a for mom. In a, with in a true M. mother, yeah. Was yeah. this a store or a candy store? This is a grocery store. <laughs> a grocery store. So it's a grocery store that, like, so Jenna lives kind of up on a mountain, and so, like, you have to come down off the mountain and travel away to get to the grocery store. Jenna came store. down off the mountain
2: Worthy. to secure some candy. And so,
5: like the the big like nice grocery stores are further away, and this is like a small one at the base of that mountain. And so, you tend to use it for like like a convenience
2: for a store, fish. beer or whatever. Me. If you're just if the yeah, are going down grabs. to grab six, yeah, yeah, it's
5: just simple grabs, <laughs> right? Like store grocery store donuts, things like that. Mm, so. Yeah. We go there quite a bit.
1: Is it like a convenient? Do they have everything that you might want to get?
5: Or yeah, any like basics. So it's like if you're looking for salsas, they got three or four salsas, but they're not going to have like the eight or ten that like a Ralph's has. Do
1: they have what chicken?
6: Is that, as they have chickens? You <laughs> know, there's a produce
5: department. There's a produce department. There's. You so know, fish they, tomatoes, have uh, they have almond milk. They have almond. milk, Do they milk, have a yeah. bread aisle? They have a bread aisle. <laughs> it's a very robust bread aisle.
3: Now they probably have at least three kinds of kombucha, right? <laughs> Absolutely. They also
5: have pebble ice. Pebble
3: oh, pebble that's Kenna's favorite kind of ice. What? So we
5: will go there to buy bags of pebble ice because that's a thing to do. Of course you do. Pebble ice. Yeah, But you said you've never known anyone to win a contest like that? No. My mother also won what? a bike at a grocery store once.
1: What? I had never entered a grocery store. Actually, okay, my friend's mom won a car on Wheel of Fortune or something like that. But yeah. other than that, I don't know anyone except for now...
5: The issue Your with this bike, it was a backhanded gift because it was sponsored by the Got Milk campaign, and so it was mm. brown and had cow spots all on it. Mm-hmm. So no, no, no one uh, wanted to ride the bike,
1: right? But I feel like there's a thing so like in the bike community me, like. where people make their bikes look really ugly so they won't get stolen. Yeah. yeah. So not this one when you're came. Just that's, that's true. true. <laughs> I'm trying
4: to be cool. That's true. <laughs> I'm not taking
1: the milk bike,
5: mom. <laughs> yeah.
6: I don't like to brag, but I won a Pizza Hut coloring contest. What? Really? Oh. What'd you win? A pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Was it because you had
1: the prettiest
0: coloring or what? Hmm. I yeah.
6: colored on like the linoleum at my house, and it yeah. was
1: textured, and I think that really mm. gave me the edge. <laughs> Interesting. What happened to lifetime supplies of things? I right. Think you used to win that. I wonder if there's any lifetime supply that, that is a is, a people question. are giving away, and also like how much. It, what is that really?
0: Yeah, I I I think that the lifetime supply was they calculated how how much a person would consume in a given, like and then they would just deliver all of it yeah. to you, so you right. get a a huge. A pallet th- of macaroni and cheese. I
1: think that my shop teacher in grade school had been on the dating game and won a lifetime supply of detergent. That's awesome. Ugh. Whenever I worked at a radio station, I was the marketing director, and we
6: know there were people that are prize. We call them prize pigs, oh. and they win all the time because that's their. They enter all the time. Mm. They enter a lot. Yeah. Is that they just are obsessive about? They read the rules and they figure out like kind of like loopholes to enter more, and
1: huh.
6: they are winning all of the
1: bikes with spots on them. And they, really, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah, I don't feel mm-hmm. like
0: I've ever won anything. No, and you entered. Remember <laughs> those chip contests?
1: You entered. You yeah, entered them.
0: Yeah, I said, but I get oh, emails yeah. from those motherfuckers <laughs> all the time. What
1: flavor did you
6: choose?
0: No, I invented flavors, yeah. Susie. My no, that's
6: what I mean. What, that's
1: the <laughs> one I. What was, I want to you know. Meant. What were your flavors? Yeah. Do you remember? I
0: think my one was like I don't actually remember. It was like brie or and I don't pear. know some oh, shitty that's flavors. A good idea. Pear, yeah, pear and um, yeah. champagne, <laughs> champagne flavored <laughs> chips. Not bad, right?
6: I think that's really
1: cool. No,
0: Lays <laughs> doesn't so agree.
1: <laughs> All right, let's get. Th- this is sort of a snack chat, even though we don't have a snack. What is your issue with Swedish fish, Greg?
0: Yeah, this is important. Uh, First, go on. They just taste like wax. No. No. Fuck you. (laughs) Come
1: on. (laughs) They're gummy. They're good. They're the best kind of They're better than gummy
2: bears.
0: They're best. Just like a fruit flavor
2: I think they taste like wax I, I don't hate Swedish fish as much as I hate Twizzlers yeah Those I hate Whizzlers. Twizzlers they're, they're, they're yeah. shit and in yeah. terms of like east coast west coast stuff yeah. red vines are 600 times better than so so are
0: red vines like a California kind of licorice oh. and Twizzlers are a- yes <laughs> they're, yeah they're
2: west coast like yeah, mountain, all, mountain west and west can
1: you Definitely drink west can you
2: drink west. a soda through a Twizzler Hell the answer no. is no you can't Hell no because no.
1: they're sealed you
2: absolutely can
1: Oh, if you bite it? Yeah. If you
2: cut it, yeah. Not Twizzlers
3: are... Wa- are Twizzlers well-waxing.
1: are not hollow. Red vines are they, hollow. Twizz- they are.
3: Twizzlers you- are absolutely hollow.
5: They're, they're just are.
1: sealed on the ends. Yes. You
3: just have to bite the ends off. You didn't know
5: that you, you could bite the You need to do the your enzymes.
2: research, Greg. <laughs> Jeff. Before you go hating things. Do you think that red vines are inferior to Twizzlers?
3: I think they're a horse of a different feather. And I like, oh, them, and I like Twizzlers better.
6: oh. Uh. <laughs> I've never had red vines. You haven't. How long have you lived in California? What? Like a year and a half. They're pretty good oh. if you get fr- if they're fresh. If fresh. they're, stale, oh, they're, they're not fresh. Good. Yeah. What do they taste like?
2: They taste like good Twizzlers. You know what? Yeah, that's what <laughs> they taste they like. I think Twizzlers like are a,
6: strawberry. They taste
0: like a Twizzler if it had no texture whatsoever. So mm. much better. It, yeah. Red vines should open like a factory store in LA where you could get fresh, fresh red vines. Red vines. That would be pretty.
2: Sweet. That's a, there's a thing like at a lot of the places I work where they have a tub of red mm. vines. And you basically just walk up to it, reach your hand, and then touch them. And if they're soft, game on. And if they're not soft... You leave them there. No, you eat the one you touched, and then you leave the other ones there. I think Twizzlers, Red Red Vines, there's no contest. I also think jelly beans and jelly bellies dominate Swedish fish by, like, a thousand to one. In terms of, like, sugar, candy, color stuff, there's no
0: contest. I, I would order it, jelly bellies are at the top. Uh, then Swedish fish. Yeah, yes. I'm putting Swedish and then jelly beans. I agree
1: with you. Swedish yeah, fish you. above jelly bellies, I think. So I'm not a big gummy or fruity candy person. I'm yeah. actually not a big candy person. However, since being pregnant, I have yeah. developed a taste for
0: yeah.
1: gummy fruity things. Mm. Um, and I would put gummy lifesavers at the top.
0: Yeah. Well, I um. And
1: Swedish fish are up there happening too. happening
2: here. So <laughs> quick you? question for you, Gray? Yes, shoot.
0: Gummy bears. Yeah. What do you think of those? I think they're fine. Here's the thing. Overrated. Yeah, they're cinnamon 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 ones. Just oh, but the cinnamon chocolate, chocolate cinnamon. ones. Kapow. Yeah. Those are good. Here's why <laughs> the red, the uh, sorry, the Swedish fish and the lifesavers gummies are better than gummy bears. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He did research.
0: I I figured it out. I woke <laughs> up in the morning with an. You know how sometimes you wake up first thing in the morning with an aha like it came epiphany. To, yeah. The reason is because gummy, if you bite it, doesn't easily bite all the way through. Like a gummy bear, it's a little bit too resistant. Whereas the Swedish fish, you can just, you just bite it, just right through.
1: And
2: which one, one do you prefer, different.
0: Swedish fish? I, I'd, I'd, I'd l- like to throw. Add, I'm sorry, go ahead. Al. Go ahead,
5: go please. There were like twelve children who hadn't been in the United States for a while who were running around crazy, and they need. And Swedish we feel fish. like Swedish fish would would go with them. Welcome
2: to America. Here's something Swedish. Yeah. Give them well, Mike is, and Ike's.
5: This is the land of your
2: inheritance. Love
4: mm-hmm.
2: the Swedish. Fashion. I put Mike and Ike's in that category above
0: all of these things.
2: Well, really? oh, sure, yeah, I, yeah. I would agree with. They're that. They're the finest member of the Just Born family, mm. and they go above Jelly Belly. Order the Mike and, and Ike's,
0: like of all the Mike and Ike brand, sort of uh, boxed. That's jelly the jelly Just candies. Born
2: family, I believe. Mike and Ike's are at the top. <laughs> oh, is, okay. that the, is that the
0: brand? Yeah, Just oh, I, and not, Good and Plenty I is. you making the a born supremacy reference. No, no. no. <laughs> Mike
2: okay. and Ike's at the top, and Good and Plenty is at the very, very bottom. Oh, um, oh really? Okay. I like uh-huh. Good and Plenty. Uh-huh.
0: I, no, I, like no, I agree with that. you.
2: Agree with the you.
1: best thing with um,
0: but what, the, the hot tamales time- 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 are in the middle, or
1: hot tamales can go fuck themselves. What? What? who are
0: the people at this table?
1: Here's the thing. Here's what you do with a Good and Plenty, and probably with a Mike and Ike. Oh no, sorry. With a good and fruity, not with a Mike and Ike. I forgot Mike and Ikes are something different. I'm actually okay with Mike and Ikes. With a good and plenty or a good and fruity, and I don't know if they make good and fruity anymore. You bite into the, it and remove the shell with your teeth, yeah. and then you hold it and look at it, and then you pull licorice out with your teeth, and then you hold the shell and then you eat the shell. That's yeah. how you have to do it. That, that is, you're
2: <laughs> correct, but that doesn't make it taste
0: better.
1: No, it doesn't. That, but it makes
6: it more. So you don't like yeah.
0: licorice flavor, the black licorice.
2: I, I, I do like licorice flavor, but I find the exterior of good and plenties to be oh, very man. gross.
6: Do you remember when Courtney Kardashian did? That tutorial on how to eat Kit Kats. No. I did not see this. this. video. And and she, you know, basically disembowels it it then eats bit bit. by bit. It's like mm. what you're describing, but with Kit Kats. and then she did a sequel, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup.
0: Does she disembowel that too? Or how
2: does yeah, she eat it's, it? There,
6: it's all it? There's just like a lot of steps.
0: Huh.
2: Eating um, a Kit Kat is fun when you bite the top layer off, you know, and you break them in. Does. Is that, oh, yeah,
0: breaking you
1: them in, in half horizontally is the way. to <laughs> Courtney, go. Greg is yeah. such a
2: Kardashian. Oh, Courtney,
1: yeah. mm-hmm. this is Courtney. Courtney. Courtney, which she's the eldest, the one with kids. Right. It's so hard to like, keep up with this. I Yeah. Adaptable. I'm sorry.
0: Back to our, uh, our gummy conversation. You know what the worst <laughs> is, though? The worst.
1: Oh, wait. Let me guess.
0: You're gonna guess this because you know.
2: Oh, I know what it is. I, that fucking those those <laughs> orange wedges. No, oh, those, those are, are actually pretty
0: good.
5: Yeah, I, like those. I, I, I ate too many of them as a kid. I don't like them. They're like the
0: sugar-coated jelly. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I like yeah. this, but you're wrong.
1: Actually, Nasty. I don't know. Gummy worms? Oh, the spearmint
0: things. Fucking dots. <laughs> oh, dots. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> worst. And they have them at movie theaters. Like, get with the program, movie theaters. No one wants dots.
3: They're, they're like invented by a dentist. Yeah. Yeah, To, yeah, exactly. to ruin your teeth, to extract every... Filling in your tooth. Fuck dots.
1: Which is worse? Yeah. A dot or a juju Oh, that
3: was my question.
5: Juju bees. Yeah, because
1: they're, way, they're, yeah, they're like dots are a little softer, I think.
4: Mm-hmm, you
5: probably. know what
1: you don't ever see anymore? Wow, I really have a lot of thoughts about gummy. You don't see gumdrops. When's mm-hmm. the last time you saw a gumdrop? Yeah, you really don't. And what? I feel like if I saw a basket of gumdrops, I would wonder, is this from the There's 80s? always
0: that shitty like mint gumdrop in there? Like, <laughs>
1: Here's the rule with mm-hmm. weird flavors. You can't yeah sneak mint and cinnamon into fruity flavors. Right. That is my... Like, oh,
0: yum, li- a lime, and then it's mint.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that. L- th- those are spices. That's the difference.
1: Yeah, put them those in your spices. spice Mm-hmm. Candies. I do like spice the spearmint
2: blend. chewy leaves. ones with the sugar-coated spearmint ones that are yeah. shaped like spearmint leaves. Yeah. I do. You know what I'm talking about? I do, yeah. yeah no. they're the
1: spearmint version of the orange wedges. Yeah, 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 I do what, like those. What about it's Chuckles?
3: Bines. Those were like... Chuckles. Remember them?
1: Yes, my dad. They were like um,
3: little square.
1: Yes, the where my when my dad had his office, the um, pharmacy at the bottom had a candy aisle, and they had Chuckles there. Did they even make those anymore? I
3: don't think so.
1: Chuckles no. are sort of like, um, well, see, I kind of like Sun Kiss Fruit Gems, which are also something. Oh, I, I like that, Maybe yeah. we sh- maybe those go to the top of the gummy category.
2: No, 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 no. Good. Mike and Ike is at the top. We've okay. established that, and then there's some <laughs> other ones below it.
1: <laughs>
6: I like how they have the crystals, so it's, yeah. the, the texture is just... But can really we all fun.
2: agree, something about the Sunkissed Fruit Gems, they're a fucking rip-off. Because you get the pack and there's like three in it, remember yeah. that? And yeah. there needs to be like ten. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, point. what you need is you need to be like checking out of some kind of medical office and there's a, a little a bu- <laughs> bucket true. there yeah, of exactly. little individually wrapped ones. Yeah,
2: and you grab like six or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. Whatever yeah. you need. Good Snapchat, you guys, mm-hmm.
1: good snack chat. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <what> Snapchat. Oh, yeah. Snapchat. Let's, um, let's do just mirror everyone. But first, <laughs> I like to keep Jeff on his toes. Oh, I know what's coming. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. Um, Jeff, where should we go for you?
3: You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox.
1: Daniel.
0: You can follow me at Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram and DQuants on the snappy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alan.
5: I am at the hashtag Al
3: everywhere. The hashtag Albert.
5: The hashtag Albert.
3: (laughs) Let's not confuse, let's not cloud your branding with my jokes. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) And if you'd like to hear more of Al and Jenna, who you normally hear but you are not hearing today, listen to their podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones, where podcasts are found.
4: Wow.
6: (laughs) Susie. Oh, I'm uh, Susie Meister everywhere. But Twitter, I'm Susie underscore
1: Meister. And if people want to hear your podcast,
6: oh, yeah. or, or watch it. It's a video too, right? Sometimes, not consistently. But we're on iTunes Brain Candy Podcast. Me and Sarah Rice from The
1: Real World. Okay. And Greg?
2: I am at Dong Attack.
6: Mm-hmm. There
1: you and go. And I'm still
3: working on getting John Stamos to follow you on Twitter. Oh, I haven't my forgotten
1: it. <laughs>
6: Please, I haven't forgotten. My obsession is growing. <laughs> John, <laughs> was, you're
2: obsessed with John Stamos.
6: Yes, and the Beach Boys, so it's like a double thing. Double whammy. Oh, I just—he's uh, something special. Like you're, are <laughs> you like
2: you find him to be attractive?
6: Yeah, he's just such. He's so he's magical, and in single, I'm not but. Stamos. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Stamos is single. I thought he was married to Rebecca Romijn. Oh, her she's name with on, Jerry dude.
6: O'Connell. She loved oh. him for Jerry. Oh, of and course. John's never gotten over it. And that's—I bet good. he's
2: gotten over. I bet he got over it real fast. <laughs> If I had to take a guess, Susie, he was over it in about fifteen minutes.
6: <laughs> she like packed up the kids so and was true. like,
2: "Fuck you, John." And he was like, "Oh, I'm sad." And then he was immediately in a threesome.
6: I've sang on stage with the Beach Boys a couple times, but never when John was there. And that's my dream for 2016. <laughs> um,
2: I'm sorry. Did you just say you've sang on stage with the Beach Boys a couple of times?
6: Yeah. Thank you. Because I, I was I'm like, so I, so I didn't hear that right. <laughs> well, keep in mind, I'm the youngest person in the crowd, so if I run up. Then they're like, okay, this person that's able to walk and sing can come up on stage with us. But, Wait, does but that's how it sing works.
2: He plays her drums.
6: He plays. Haven't drums you for them? watched Full House? But <laughs> not on every, not all. <laughs> and time. what
2: song have you sang with the Beach Boys,
0: Susie?
6: Barbara Ann, Surfer Girl, in USA. Wait, do they invite
1: the audience surf to town. come up and sing? How does this work?
0: Surfer, 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 surf. <laughs>
2: At some point, they're like, "If if you can walk, make your way up to stage now." How does it work? Yeah,
1: how does how does this
6: happen? The first time there was an encore, and I ran up.
2: And Security is. I just, I just, you was just trying like,
6: to get closer. Just couldn't keep your hands I, off
2: Al Jardine or whatever.
6: You're just like, <laughs> no, Mike Love pulled me up. The first time,
2: because he's not a pervert at all. That dude, Mike I'm Love. I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm fine
6: with his perversion. And then the second time, I was backstage, and then I went out for a couple songs, and it was just—I mean, how were you really backstage? Special. You're I out. I had interviewed Mike Love for my podcast. Oh, and then his publicist said I could come to a show, and it was just really—it was a dream come true. Um, be, like, <laughs> but see that's why you should set your bar low because if it was like Mumford and Sons or something it would yeah. never happen but if you Oh yikes Beach Boys, so,
2: I mean in the historical you know, context like of popular, music the Beach Boys are substantially more right. important than yeah, Mumford and Sons but
6: like right. not you know popular right now you know you right. really but
2: the Mumford and Sons, and Sons will never make a pet sounds
0: can we agree on that on this
2: totally.
6: podcast totally yeah. I mean, they, oh, they suck yeah. super
0: hard so if my Beach dream Boy, is yeah. to meet Zamfir, Master of the Pan Flute <laughs> I'd have He's dead. He
2: died like 15 years ago.
0: I'm just kidding. I don't (laughs) don't think he's dead. I think he's alive. See,
6: you could, but it's fun to say he's dead. I could jump on stage and
0: and whistle. (laughs) He might have I don't know.
6: I just I love them so much. So if the Beach Boys are listening, thank you for bringing it up. And John Stamos,
1: they are. I did not know
0: he played drums with them. Yeah. That's a weird thing. Is that like common knowledge everybody knows?
1: Yes, if you've seen Full House. Yeah.
0: Or the yeah. Kokomo um, video. I never watched that, yeah.
6: And it's like at least once a week he's playing with them. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. How does he have the time? He makes time. He mm-hmm. has priorities, Allison. Clearly. I feel like he gets
2: up in the morning, has sex from like nine to noon, <laughs> has lunch, like breaks for a quick lunch, then re engages having sex from like <laughs> one to seven. Maybe has a few beers, goes over to band practice, is like, oh, what's sober. up, Mike Love? Oh, he's sober? He
6: went to rehab.
2: Well, whatever. And then he's like, whatever, Mike Love. And then they practice for like five minutes. He plays for 20 minutes, then probably gets back to having sex sometime between nine and ten. Has sex until two, grabs a few, a few winks, and just wakes up in time to start having sex again. Is, That's that, what I,
6: is that what you would do? <laughs>
2: Are there any more just me or everyone's? Have we started that segment yet? Um, if I was John Stamos and I was single, is that what I would do?
6: Yeah.
2: No, I would work with homeless children. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's what I would do if I was him. I would build a habitat for humanity. and Sex to me is not important.
1: Wait, do you ever have dreams where your wife has cheated on you? Or has she had dreams like that of you?
2: Mm-hmm. I do not have dreams like that. I never have. No, I... N-
1: You only dream about lobsters. Because a lobster (laughs) cheated on you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I've never dreamed about my wife cheating on me that I can remember. And if she's dreamed about it with me, she hasn't told me. Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: Mm. It's weird. It's not a regular thing I ever dream about, which I think is good. But then I did. Then you did. And uh, now I know what it would feel like. And it would feel (laughs) terrible if my dream is... To be believed, but it's, you
0: but you'd be okay with it, is what you said. <laughs> right? Yes,
1: I would like lo- if, if that's what your heart wants, I understand. And as your friend, <laughs> okay. as your friend, I support you. Do and you then. know Daniel's
2: ophthalmologist? Not an ophthalmologist, isn't that an eye person? But she wasn't an she was specifically, an eye <laughs> specifically an eye doctor,
1: but actually, I don't wait. An ophthalmologist yeah, is like, an eye doctor. What do you mean by that? An eye doctor no, is an... No, op- it's just... It, it was it's a distinction that was made in the dream. It was, very, in the, it was just very much, she's an eye doctor in the dream. And I thought that was weird. Like, why was she just an eye doctor and not... But that is
2: an ophthalmologist.
1: Yes, no, I know. I'm just saying in the dream, she. it was referred to as an eye doctor.
2: Okay, then I'll rephrase yeah, the question. Made. Do you know Daniel's eye
1: doctor? Oh, his ophthalmologist? <laughs> um, no, I don't. How hot Who is she, Daniel? handles your eyes? He, is she beautiful?
0: He is uh, an old Turkish man. <laughs> but... He's. I mean, I think he was handsome at one time. I don't know. You could do worse. Yeah. Yeah. I will not be making out with him five times. <laughs> Maybe four. You know, depends. But not five.
1: Look it was at my balls. Like, almost worse that it was five makeouts, but no sex. Be- well, not necessarily worse. Because he loved like, her. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was. Her, Thank yeah. you. That's what it was. He was... F- he was falling in love with her
2: because he didn't want to rush sex because he wanted the relationship to mean something.
1: Well, I don't think it
2: was. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't think it was bad. I think it was like sort of out of respect for me and their burgeoning. Oh, how do you want to
2: frame it? Me. I'm just saying he loved her <laughs> and he didn't want to rush it because if you have sex with the eye doctor right away,
1: then where do, where do you go? go from there? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, anal. <laughs> 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 oh my
1: God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was anal. love. You're right. It was. Yeah, they were totally love. falling in love. They're in love. <laughs> it's real. All right, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Ray Morgan says, "I like to build the anticipation." Jeff. This one kind of calls you out. How does C O L O N E L get pronounced colonel? Where does the R sound even come from? So hate this word. They didn't really call you out, but you're implicated. I do
3: take that a little personally.
1: Yes. Um, that's a good question. Does anyone Ooh, Al, do you know? hear here? Hold on, hold on, hold on. He knows. Uh, 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 uh. Like
6: to know. <laughs> what does
2: <I> know? <laughs> I think he knows. No, actually, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. I don't think he knows. I don't he, think he, he knows. He doesn't know. Sorry. Susie, would you like to guess if I Al, Al knows? I think he it? knows he
6: has a knowing he look. He doesn't know.
3: He always has a knowing
2: look. Yeah. Al? <laughs> hey. that's,
3: that's, his, that's his normal state of being.
4: I do not know. Yeah, he ah! doesn't
3: know.
2: I knew, I knew he didn't Sorry. know. I was going to lie to make up a story to try to get you guys,
5: lie. but then I just said. I knew Al. he didn't. Know. I had to be honest. I had
2: faith in you. You can kind of tell when Al knows, because he'll lunge a little bit at the mic
1: a little bit. Just a tiny yeah, bit. He and and has a tell. A <laughs> tiny he bit. He has a tell. He right. has a tell. He does. <laughs> yep. It's the look he gets when we talk about saltwater versus freshwater fish yeah. and uh, yes, Native definitely. American tribes. He was definitely. 10
2: for 10 with fish, wasn't he? You knew all of you're, you're kidding of me. He knows yeah. a lot
1: about fish. Good him. Okay. So anyway, how do you guys feel about this word? Um... I just remember playing Clue with a neighbor girl when we were very young, and she told me it was pronounced um, Colonel. <laughs> like, who? It's Colonel Mustard? Colonel Mustard. Yeah. And we were, no, 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 no. Sorry, I was wrong. She told me it was pronounced Cologne. Cologne, cologne. Mustard. <laughs> and so that, I just went along with it, and we called him Cologne Mustard. Better than Mustard huh. Cologne? Yes.
0: Ooh, I don't know if I, that would be good. It
1: depends. It does. There's also
0: <laughs> Lieutenant Spelled lieutenant, but people who pronounce lieutenant? it lieutenant. Who, who does that? Maybe the British. Yeah, the British people.
1: Really, do. I've never heard. Wait that. a minute. Yeah. I feel
0: like there's a lot of weird pronunciations with and military. Of these military. Rankings.
1: I've never heard lieutenant.
6: My husband's British. I, I'm i going to have to check with him on that. He
1: will like, confirm yeah. this. We he will confirm this. We don't have a lot of military dialogue in our house. <laughs> you, know
0: you don't call each other like,
2: like okay, Colonel, yes, Lieutenant.
1: Wait, did everyone here at this table except for Susie know that it, sometimes it's pronounced Lieutenant? Yes, I knew that. Is that I in knew a knew movie that, that, that you guys I have did all not seen? I know that. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Al. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.
2: It's uh, like the word draft. The like, come on. Yeah. The way the British people spell it, you know?
0: Yeah, or like,
2: general. how do they spell it? D
1: R A U G H T. Oh, like, oh, oh gosh, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. like a draft beer.
2: I like uh when attorney general is plural.
1: Ooh, oh, yes, I, attorneys. I love attorneys,
2: t- attorneys general. How do you attorneys feel general about passersby? I love it, but I prefer attorneys general. I like it when you're listening to NPR and whenever they start a story about the attorney general, I'm like, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come be plural. Come <laughs> on, come
0: on, come on, come on, come on, come on.
2: And then as soon as they say attorneys general, I'm like, that's it.
0: Is attorneys general like Carl's Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> like Absolutely. there's one Carl Jr. Like if it's just one, it's a Carl Jr. But if there are multiples, it's Car- that's the terrible. Carl's uh, Jr. <laughs>
2: there's really a really good tweet in there, Daniel. <laughs> don't is. blow all
0: your material on this yeah, show. I don't tweet anymore. Or maybe do. Sorry, Allison. Maybe, maybe you should. It's
1: blow it. <laughs> all your material on this show. Wait, you don't tweet anymore? I didn't know I, that.
0: I find myself not tweeting as much as I used Because you're
1: to. just all on the snappy.
0: It's, snappy. it's D-quant's D-quant's on on the, the snappy is
1: fun.
0: Dequants on the snappy. <laughs> Dequants on the
1: snappy. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, Ray Morgan, did that answer your question? I
2: don't
1: <laughs> think it did.
0: No, we
2: don't know.
1: Um, Tanya Kess, possibly pronounced Tawanya Kess, says, I think meatloaf needs a sexier, more delicious sounding name. Just mirror everyone. And I'm assuming she means the performer. Uh, Not the dish. Is,
0: oh. is it capitalized? I think meatloaf is a pretty sexy name. No, I bet she
2: Actually, means the she food. Actually, she probably
1: means the food. She probably
0: means the
2: food. Okay,
1: I take it back. I'm sorry. Um, I Me- think meatloaf needs a sexier, more... Oh, yeah, delicious <clears throat> sunny. That, that would make sense, right? Yeah, because loaf... Yeah, loaf is a bummer. Loaf. Yeah.
0: No Depends one- on what you're into, though. That could be sexy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's meat, meat.
3: Non-specific
1: loaf. Right, loaf. right. It sounds... Like it sounds like an apology, there's an apology wrapped up in it. What
3: if you called it sirloin casserole?
1: See, that sounds. <laughs> See?
5: How about yeah. meat cake? Better. It no. no. comes out of the
1: cake cake.
2: cake. Come on. What's better? Nobody.
1: I actually like meatloaf. You don't encounter it very often. Oh, it's, I, I, had I had think it in you a long actually
2: time. do encounter it a fair amount. <laughs> yeah. In Los Angeles, it's like a fairly popular sandwich ingredient. I Let think me it put it, it this weird. way.
1: I don't encounter it a lot in my apartment. <laughs> Been a long time.
2: Meatloaf, <laughs> cold meatloaf. On a nice piece of bread with ketchup this is a yeah. really delicious thing.
1: Now, would you put mayonnaise on that, too? Mm. I would just put
2: ketchup on it. Ketchup. Oh, yeah, mayonnaise.
1: No. But where do you find this? At, at sandwich
2: stores, like okay. at wherever sandwiches are served. Sandwich. It's a common thing in Los Angeles, like a cold meatloaf. In fact, a, a sandwich place I go to quite a bit for lunch called the Black Dog Cafe mm-hmm. serves a delicious meatloaf sandwich. Yeah. I enjoy meatloaf. Yeah.
6: You know, it's you good. made me think about crab cakes and how that is a word.
5: Yeah, and the, if it was just crab like loaf, meat. you'd it like, get out of here. I don't want that.
6: <laughs> right. Why am I opposed to meat cake when I'm so fond of crab cakes? Because maybe, maybe it's
5: better as like beef cake. That's what you need to call oh. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can
1: call it beef cake.
6: <laughs> you are so nice. That's a sexy beef sounding cake. name. Beef cake
0: yeah. is sexier.
1: than meatloaf. Now, now meat. that. I, I could get th- I on board. Th- there's a comic
0: con. called Meat Cake. Uh-huh.
2: Oh, they should change really? it to Beefcake.
1: Beefcake. They should change it to Beefcake. Now it's a good question though. Beefcake. Why does Beefcake or Meatcake sound gross, but Crab Cake sounds okay? No, Beefcake
0: doesn't sound gross. Meatcake sounds gross.
1: Meatcake yeah. sounds
0: <laughs> like uh like some sort of euphemism, you know? Like, right.
1: So yeah. for what though? Meatloaf?
3: <laughs> How about Cow Patty? Does
4: that work? <laughs> <laughs> no? Um,
0: yeah, like oh. Do you see her meat cake? All <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't know it was
2: gender specific.
1: Oh, no, no, you're right though. Now I, eat, yeah. right. It does sound like. <laughs> oh man, she bet
0: right, really saw her meat
1: cake. Yeah. Right. Like, wow. You might want to consider wearing some chonies. I can see your meat cake. Yeah. Your, me- your meat your cake is really short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with it. That's, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that is- Okay, <laughs> James Leroy Wilson says, hate tweeting something that looks like I'm debating what a friend tweeted when I didn't actually know about their tweet. This is a kind of a vague, just mirror everyone, but I know exactly what he's talking about. When you tweet something and then you realize that someone else tweeted like the opposing view oh, a little yeah. while before and they're going to think you were talking about them, but you weren't.
2: It's a subtweet. Yeah, they, yeah. they're going yeah, think- to think it was a
1: subtweet. Right. Right. Exactly. It's an accidental subtweet. Yes. Um, sure. Oh my God, I just realized subtweet is a play on subtext, right?
2: So I think it's, it's just using the word sub.
1: Oh. I, I think know. so. Though. But it doesn't make sense to me. It never has made sense to me like, why why that's called like, a subtweet. So for someone who's listening and wondering what we're talking about, a subtweet is when you tweet something that's like about someone, but you don't put them in the tweet. It's like a, p- a very passive aggressive tweet.
0: Yeah, you you don't reference who you're talking about. You just go like some people don't know when to shut their mouth and you're really talking about Greg, you know.
1: <laughs> Something <laughs> For like example. that. Yeah, and I've never understood why that's called a subtweet. Yeah. Like
2: marine, you know, is it? And then like submarine. Yeah, below like the, underneath surface. the surface. What about like So subtle. this is
1: below the tweet. Mm-hmm. I think it's like subtext the, is subtext.
2: Su- anything sub just means like below the surface. Yeah. Right. Subcutaneous? Right?
1: Well, well, I understand what sub means, <laughs> but thank you for breaking this down for yeah, me to this level. <laughs> I'm just saying Latin
0: subis, I, probably. I don't know.
1: Someone I just, just came
0: up with it as subtweet, and they, everyone roll, went with it, even right? Like, like it wasn't. What okay. was the question?
2: Uh, oh, he hates it when that happens.
1: Yes. Yeah, me too. Satchels of gold says buying school supplies was the best part of going back to school. Mm-hmm. Hashtag feeling nostalgic AF. Yeah. Um, it, that was definitely a highlight. That I loved. Great school supplies. Mm-hmm.
0: It was pretty great.
1: I really liked fall. I'm much more of a fall person fall than a summer person. Yeah, Greg.
2: i just still think about that. I explained a sub to you, and you're like, the, you have your vocabulary is like thirty thousand words greater than mine.
1: <laughs> but you really get sub.
2: Yeah, but sometimes,
1: sometimes I'll see a word like and majored in that word because my wife's.
2: Second language is technically English. She'll like ask me what a word means sometimes and I'll be like, fucking ask Allison. I don't know what the fucking that word means. <laughs> yeah. I think about that. That's my that. just me or everyone. When someone says like a really complex word in my brain, I go, I bet Allison whoa, 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 could define it's that like, word. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: I was reading. I'm not okay. This is like a giant subtweet. This statement. I was reading a book by this woman, um, who has a humongous vocabulary apparently because she was using. Um,
3: Words like humongous? (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs)
3: Like subcutaneous?
1: She's a journalist. I'm trying to actually know her. Um, She's a journalist and she does on-air stuff and she's accomplished. Is Um, it Maria
2: Menounos? No, no, no. It's not.
1: But we went to her dog's birthday party.
2: Maria Manunos. Yes, her dog
1: turned 16. Her dog's named Baby. They had a birthday party for Baby. We went, we brought Wendy. It was social and it was early in the day and it was in the sun. It was very out of character for us, but we had a ton of fun.
0: (laughs) That's why Wendy has pink on her tail. Mm -hmm. She got it painted. I
1: don't
2: don't have any commentary to add to that. That's okay. She's my snuggle Anyway,
1: I was reading this woman's book.
2: I mean, I do, but... Okay.
1: (laughs) Reading this woman's book, and like on every page, there's a gigantic word... That you feel like you have to look up. Although you can understand it in context. But I was thinking, oh my god. Like I feel like you are trying to prove something. I get it. You know big words. And then I thought, fuck, is that how people feel around me?
3: Maybe. I, I, re- I was reading a book by a guy and I had the same feeling. But there's a difference between using big words. Just to use them. Just to how use it felt. them. And this she one, was- every page there was a word where I thought... There are twenty very accurate ways that you could have said that without using your fancy words. Yes, and you're just trying to be Mr. You're thes- just
1: being thesaurus a pedalian. Yeah, I, I don't usually have a pro- <laughs> I don't have that. a problem
0: with people using big words, but um, like a lot, you'll find this a lot with scholarly writing. There is a way of excuse me, yeah, nodding. Like where they will overly complicate an idea yes. and you're like, this really could have been explained a lot easier. For some reason you feel like you have to have this whole paragraph, you know, and I that feel like could, all the critical theory
1: me. I read, like post structuralism, structuralism, dairy any of that stuff, like that I felt like I sort of understood at the time. I don't think I did understand it at the time, and I yeah. feel like it's extra complicated.
0: Yeah
6: yeah it's a it's a weird thing that they do, and I feel like it's designed to be inaccessible to right. people and It's like that's real estate. absurd to me or the stock market
0: <laughs> well, like they'll create language and ideas so yeah. that it becomes impenetrable, where it's like that could be explained clearer, yeah you know so then you need like them, that. yes,
6: I do think that's why <laughs> they do it, so then you must get this person to just tell you something you could have figured out right. had you known the Jargon.
0: And, f- and it rewards all, all of your education and everything. Like, I, I understand this now.
1: Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Now, see, I would imagine, Susie, you have a PhD. Al, you have an MBA. MBA, yeah. Did you find um, the stuff that you were reading when you were getting your MBA to be purposefully um, overly complicated? Because I would think it wouldn't be because an MBA is such a like practical sort of degree. Yeah,
5: some. I think the ones that bothered me was when the professor had written the book. Yeah, like course. this is my textbook, and we all have to go buy it, and then I'm going to teach you all the things I know, and then you'd read it and be like, "Yeah, I you definitely wrote this." <laughs> you know? um, so I think those were the more frustrating ones, but that's probably it,
4: yeah.
0: right? Yeah, probably more in the um, like liberal arts. I would yes, think. like
1: yeah. and and just since we're talking about advanced degrees, Jeff, Jeff, a film degree, Jeff, yes. <laughs>
3: Yes, I have a master's degree as well. Did
1: you read a lot of film theory cuz I feel like art like critical theory is especially impenetrable.
3: Uh not in grad school there wasn't a lot of film theory there. There was one film theory class but it was it was all lecture based. It wasn't book based. But film theory books that I read in college were like that. They were just yeah. impossibly dense. Yeah. Needlessly dense. And and you would read them and there were ideas in there but you had to churn so
0: hard to figure out what they were. You would just think, it's
3: exhausting. it'd be nice if you wrote this in English.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. I found in film school, it was like, the you would do all your production work, and then you'd sit in a critical studies class, and you're like, these things don't seem to be relating to one another at all. <laughs> like, mm. what they're talking about is on just a different planet than when you're making f- movies.
1: Completely unrelated. It's
0: as though there was some
3: sort of schismogenesis afoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right
1: completely unrelated people know that i have been trying to drink more water but i hate water so i've been trying to flavor it and i put some pieces of mango in this water um i would recommend against doing it It's it couldn't be more disgusting <laughs> tell, water tell everybody, can yeah. suck a dick
0: tell everybody the varieties of, of water uh infusions you've done um
1: yeah can't well no first i did lemon blood orange and Mm -hmm. apple and that was not good it Mm -hmm. it was like too bitter i think it was a blood orange i don't know um and then i did cantaloupe and that was pretty good because i I was having cantaloupe cravings for a while but then i was like i don't want my water to taste like cantaloupe anymore so i had to ditch that and now it's just lemon uh i don't know that i'm super into the infuser though i think i'm just into putting chunks of fruit in water with the exception of mango which is disgusting
0: to be fair, wasn't the mango disgusting on its own? Weren't you like the oh, water? This no, good? the
1: water really brings. Oh yeah, I think I was saying it's not very good. But yeah, the water like, really brings. So out.
0: to sum up, she had some mango. She's like, "This isn't very good." Then she put the mango in water, and she's like, "You know what isn't good? Mango and water. <laughs> bad and mango." <laughs> I I would argue maybe it's not. It's bad mango and water. You know what
6: they're always doing on the Food Network is like a fruit, say watermelon, but then mint leaf or basil mm. or like there's always mm. a fruit and then like a
1: herb. I'm not a big mint fan however I did recently have some I think lemon and mint infused water and it was good maybe that's the maybe. trick like an herb and yeah a fruit.
2: how do you normally eat your mangoes
1: well I don't normally eat mangoes mm. but I looked it up <laughs> um because I've now had two mangoes mm. and the way I know the first time I don't know what I did but what I looked up was you, like, slice it as close to the stone as possible and then score it and then kind of, like, flip it out and you have little chunks. But then, What do, do you, you
2: do Well, sure, there's various uh, – that's not the way that I – that's a popular way of dissecting a mango. That's not the way that I do it. I okay. actually calve off large chunks of it and then skin it, like, the same way you do a fish. I slide a knife between the flesh and the peel – And then I flip the knife around and I push it through because I find that optimizes the amount of fruit you get. But then I cover it in lime juice and salt and chili powder.
6: Yeah. Oh, that that sounds sounds good. good. Yeah, that's the ticket right there. That is the way
2: to eat mango, in my opinion
1: four avocados and it
2: also goes very well with
1: avocado. Well, since four avocados. Talking about mangoes. Here's the thing. That's fairly bananas. I, I bought say. this <laughs> big mango that was really good. These are Alphonse mangoes, which can also
2: be very delicious.
1: Well, these ones aren't. Right. Well, you have to know how to
2: pick those because <laughs> they're the,
1: like It tastes like um like string or something.
2: They that's a very <laughs> delicious variety of mango, but you also have to eat that mango when it's more firm than a regular or a katit mango. Um, because they go bad really fast. They get stringy and kind of pulpy. Oh, maybe really maybe
1: fast. it's bad. It's been in the refrigerator for a long, long time. Yeah, it
2: wouldn't refrigerate it.
3: I'm, I'm exceptionally, <laughs> for some reason, amused at how much you hate this mango. <laughs> <laughs> I find
0: it really fun. <laughs> but,
1: There's nothing redeeming but about it. When
0: you cut it and you put it in water, was it good? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no?
1: look, for a little while, when the glass was full and there was just mango no. at the bottom, yeah. It was half empty with mango. <laughs> um, the first few sips were okay because
0: the it hadn't just, tasted the mango
1: yet. No, I yes, but there was the mango was doing just enough to make me not totally taste right. the water.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But then now it's like I may as well be drinking disgusting mango juice that's diluted, which is kind of what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what no. I'm doing now. And, so and if not. I put
0: a rotten banana in water, would that <laughs> be? <good?
1: laughs> I don't think so. No, I did. Not. I did wonder. I think banana in water <laughs> would be disgusting. That wouldn't be good. Yeah, be that's super
2: gross. No one would ever do that. <laughs> don't
0: well, say now. no one. Uh, <laughs>
1: <you. laughs> well, now I have to try it. Um, is it Alphonse Mango or Alfonso Mango?
2: I think it's Alphonse. Alphonse. I think what, that's what, his fancy name. Fancy Mango. Alphonse mango.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alphonse mango is a regular at the club at Fifty One. <laughs> oh look, the next JMO is about fruit. A Kimmy thing says, when eating grapes, have to feel every one before putting them in my mouth to avoid the mushy ones.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. I guess I don't eat enough grapes.
5: Yeah, I don't, um,
1: I don't either. I don't mm. have a lot of mushy grapes in my grapes.
3: I just eat them and then regret them eating the other Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Wait, you eat them directly
6: off the vine? Like the, no, but like I don't... Caesar? I don't. You I, don't, touch I, don't
3: them? I touch them, but I don't feel them out. I don't oh. s- suss out their freshness. Okay. I just kind of grab them.
2: The I mean, I wouldn't do that in public, but at my house, if if a bunch of grapes lands in yeah. front of me, then I'll be like, that one's shit, these good, 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 that one's shit, and then you pick the bad ones and you put them in the bowl yeah. at the bottom.
6: Mm. I was picturing someone like
1: feeding you. Yeah. And you were just... <laughs> I
3: lay on my fainting couch and I have <laughs> my slaves holding a uh, vine of grapes over me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Michelle Marguth says, or Marguth, <coughs> maybe a somber JMO, but when someone you know dies, think of your own mortality. I think that is like the definition of just mm-hmm. me or everyone. Yeah. It's everyone. Yeah, I think there's no way you it, don't.
0: It's the only thing sad about it is when you think about <laughs> makes you think about your own. No, I'm kidding. I you like take that, that back. No, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, lots of things make one think of their own mortality. Mm -hmm. Okay, C.T. Olson says, I am baffled about how long it takes for some people to order at the drive-thru. Come on, it's not like the menu changes. Mm. Um,
6: Sinbad did a whole routine about that, really. (laughs) I'm sure he did. Yeah, about how people stand in McDonald's and look up at that board as if they've never seen (laughs) it before.
0: I can understand it in the drive-thru, though, because a lot of drive-thrus don't give you the menu till you're there. Now, some of them... Some of them have that pre-menu. now, but here's my re- my my new beef with any kind of fast food. And I don't do a lot of fast food. This is your beef you
2: with fast food. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm going to fry this theory in a minute. Let me tell you, I got a chicken with the, the um, there's some nuggets of truth in
0: this. Thing. The menus now don't have the menu. They'll just have the combos. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And you're like, and then they'll be and and they it's like fucking hide and seek. And they'll be like, what drink do you want? And it's like, it, I feel like I'm under pressure to figure out what drinks they have. They should, I it's like a Thomas guide.
1: They should be like, look at B six. Yeah, they're like, that's where the drinks what, are. What drinks
0: do you want? And you're like, uh, uh, and I'm just like searching <laughs> it. Like I'm fucking where's Waldo? And then it's like, uh, do are they have are Pib or about? They what just what is have
2: it? the traditional American soda selection, and maybe some. Greg, everybody
0: has a different deal different. with a different company. Well, and they say like, Pepsi we have or Pepsi, or Pepsi products or we have Coke products. Right, some but are you
2: really terrified of that moment when you go Seven Up and they go, we just have some of them have Powerade.
0: Some of them have exotic Mountain Dew flavors. You, you never know Listen is what Greg I'm
2: I
5: grew up believing Exactly what you just said However after marrying Jenna <laughs> There's like an issue and you're like oh, I have Diet Coke We well, have Diet Pepsi And she just goes like Well then I don't know What I want <laughs> I'm, I'm starting over there. I may not want the burger now What could even possibly Make this right and you're like, I don't know I don't know Let's just take a couple more minutes Walk through the menu One more time See what we like
0: yeah, uh, so I, I,
5: I believe what you're saying.
0: <laughs> the, the double bacon cheese doesn't taste good with the diet Pepsi. It exactly. Only t- yeah.
4: So she also likes to
5: study the menu. So if we go to like Taco Bell, we have to sit there for a while because she's got to see like what's the new product, the what's the new. You know, she likes to to see. So she has opened my eyes. to outside the combo
3: world. And like, now that there that are, are combos left. mixed in with the regular menus, if you go to a place like Del Taco, it's actually a little bit hard to figure out what. It's not organized. It's like everything's all over the place. And you have to... It's like... It's like... uh, What was that movie where they found the treasure on the back of the dollar bill?
2: Oh, I saw that movie with Nicolas Cage. No, no, no. It's called like National Secret or something? National National Secret National 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 Treasure. treasure. National Treasure. I saw that movie. Yeah, so...
3: uh, (laughs) It's it's like that.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like... The dollar bill has like, they go to the president's desk and there's like a secret compartment in it that takes them into an underground world. I kind of love that.
0: I've never seen that movie, but I love that idea.
1: (laughs) Super good. It's
2: one of the best. Is it good? No, it's terrible, but you should see it. It's good.
1: Noah BC says, I'm more comfortable crossing my arms when talking with someone, but feel it comes across standoffish. Yes, times a thousand. I have that issue too. I want to cross my arms, but I feel like I've been told it's rude. Like if you were to stand
0: the way you really would feel the most comfortable standing in front of somebody I'd be in my bed. You'd just be like
1: (laughs) No bra. (laughs) Holding my bear.
0: Terrible etiquette.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, but in any body language article in any magazine like a women's magazine usually, they'll say don't, or job interview body any body language, anything they say, don't cross your arms because it it says you're closed off. I don't think that's true though.
4: That
3: just happened Uh, to me at a birthday party at a bar this weekend where we were sitting on these benches along a wall and I was talking to people and the benches were real kind of slippery and sloppy and they were real low. And so you know, there was nowhere to put your arms or anything like that. There weren't tables. So I was talking to people and I was doing that. I was folding my arms and then I kind of had my legs crossed just so that I wouldn't slide out of the thing. And I thought, oh, do I look like I'm super uptight? But when I unwound like this, it was like... You're going
1: to slip off, yeah. I
3: sliding off.
0: I'll do that with sunglasses. And if it's like super bright and I'm with friends, sometimes I'll take my sunglasses off because I don't want them to think I'm rude. And I'm like, ah. You know, because they say, oh, you're supposed to take your sunglasses off so they can see your eyes.
6: Have you ever been talking to someone who had their arms crossed and you thought, uh, I'm yeah. getting a bad vibe here? Yeah, I don't think up I with ever you? have. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I yeah. think
5: the issue is you have to take the whole picture. So like I'm obsessed with lying uh, and like detecting lies. Mm-hmm. And so I watch those random shows where it's like, I'm an FBI criminologist and I know all the liars. And they always say like it's not just one thing. It's not like, oh, you looked up to the left. You're, that's a lie. Right. So I think like folding your arms, but like talking and laughing, that's going to that's right. counterbalance it. Mm-hmm. So in general, you're studying like the whole part. So it's like your arms are folded, but you're also leaning back and like acting like you don't care.
0: So Al, why are you so obsessed with the detecting? Yes. I don't know.
5: I think it's like I right. want to be able to discern mm-hmm. but and why? know like what's going
0: on. Are you worried that people are lying to you a lot?
5: No, it's more of like the joy of understanding. Like, I Mm -hmm. I like the whole emotional intelligence and being able to, like, know what someone's thinking or feeling and being personable and charming or charismatic. Like, those kind of things are so, like, uh, interesting to me. And so the lying and being able to see that, like, from a police criminologist perspective is so cool. Discerning? Uh, I think, for the most part, yeah, I think I have a pretty good BS meter Mm -hmm. where it's like, I think this is not true. Like, I had a friend who. Um, like I, I was helping her out and she said like, can you believe I moved to Chicago and my car got stolen? And I was like, no way, that's so bad. Let me help you. She's like, yeah, it's in the impound. And so we go there and the windows are rolled down. There's no forced entry. And I, I like the more I'm going through this and she's so mad about it, I'm going, are you sure you didn't just forget where you parked the car? <laughs> <laughs> and then you went home from that party. And then when you woke up, you thought you had driven home, but you really didn't. Because mm. someone gave you a ride, or you forgot you drove to the party because it was a four-hour party. So like, you just like look through this, and you go like, "This doesn't make sense. I don't. I don't believe you." Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I, I always like those kind of situations. Samantha's like to, gonna
0: love you.
2: I like, <laughs> I like oh, that. Really, I like that forensic element of it too. I'm from like a family of that. When my my mother is like a investigative fucking mom, and <laughs> she would she would leave town, and every it's like she would be out of town for maybe thirty seconds before I would have a party. <laughs> Yes, and then she would walk back in and she would look around the house Mm -hmm. and she would be like what did you do and we were gone and i'd be like nothing i didn't do anything and then she would like walk to another corner and like do that like kathy bates thing like my penguin is always facing southeast or whatever and she would go is there anything you want to tell me before i call grant's mom and i would go no there isn't anything i want to tell you and then she would look at me and she'd be like is there anything you want to tell me and then i would look at her be like i had a huge party (laughs) (laughs) and it just like it works it's such a mom thing but it there's a way to tell
0: if people are lying and maybe there's some joy in discovering it maybe she just (laughs) knew her son you know like there there was no detecting lies she's like he threw a party while i was gone
2: it's (laughs) possible but i feel like she always could like see something like a scuff mark on the floor and she just knew Mm -hmm. until i was about 10 i believe she had eyes in the back of her head because she told me that every day It was really creepy. creepy, (laughs) Do
1: you watch Judge Judy ever, Al?
2: All the
5: time. Judge Judy, Judge Matthews, and Joe Brown. She's pretty good at
1: spotting lies, or at least she's very confident in her ability to do so.
5: Uh, Yeah, uh, maybe that's why I like those shows because they cut right through Mm -hmm. and say, and and it's like very justice focused of saying, like, you're not right to be angry about that because, you know, whatever the situation is, like, you know, you, you chose not to pay the cell phone bill. So
1: she's so Tough. unwavering in her decision that she'll be like do you have anything else you need to say to me no you don't case is closed <laughs> <I'd>, <laughs> if i were her i'd be like what was that oh oh mm, let me think about that <laughs> it was, it was i really, I really hate her. I, re-
2: I really dislike judge judy i actually Why? i, I kind of like her um well first of all i feel like there's a, a self-awareness about her no bullshit attitude that she's like instead of just being no bullshit she's like i'm no bullshit and I kind of like yeah. the idea of being like, yeah. instead of saying I'm a no bullshit person, just being a no bullshit person. Right. And there's something very self-aware about her no bullshit stance that I find very phony.
3: Yeah, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah, It's bullshit. It's bullshit.
2: <laughs> yeah. All the people that I know in my life, in fact, this isn't just about being no bullshit. Everybody I know in my life who's good at something or has a certain characteristic doesn't tell you about it. Right. They just do it. Yeah. Um, I just had an argument this week. Uh, something about the networking that where they were like you should say this person does this in the show and i was like why don't we just let them do it and so whenever i watch i'm like we get it you're no bullshit and you you tell it like it is instead of underscoring that all the time why don't you just do it and there's something about that that is really phony to me
1: that's Um, branding she's
2: probably the last
5: one that i would watch i like uh judge marilyn million people's court you know, oh, I pretty, like her, too.
1: Yeah, she's a little sassy. She's the one that wears the big hoop earrings. Yes.
0: What's yeah. more annoying, the person who's no bullshit or the person who doesn't apologize for who they are? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for who I am. That's just who I am. Well, I'm a bitch. What are you going to do? I'm just a bitch.
2: That's, I'm yeah. a I'm truth
1: gonna... canon.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or a truth I'm not gonna... canon. <laughs> That's, I'm apologize for that. That's just who I am. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like at some point when you grow up, just like be yourself and stop telling people about it. Ex- yeah. Yes,
1: you know? except I feel like we're told time and time again... By the same people who tell you not to cross your arms, that you have to you have to tell people what your brand is, and you got to market yourself, and you got to this, and you got to that, and like I feel like there's so much pressure on you to tell people who you are and what you do. Now, maybe some of that has to do with the fact that maybe some of that is what is showbiz, but I feel like probably across the board hashtag no regrets, (laughs) you're supposed to constantly tell people what you're good at and what you do, don't you think? Um.
0: I I think think our society is becoming more okay with people trumpeting their strengths. Yes. Um, Whereas, like, when we were growing up, it's kind of frowned upon, like, you're being... I, know, I had arrogant a, or too full. My of yourself. first
1: therapist really worked on that with me because I was so opposed to ever saying anything good about myself yeah. in any situation because yeah. it just seemed so immodest, and I felt yeah. like people will just see what I am and what I'm good right. at. And she was like, "No, they don't. They don't take the time though. So, You've got to put it mm. out there." Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think I was definitely raised that way. But nowadays, it's it, it's the opposite. It's like you, no one's going to sing your praises accept you so you better go out there and do it and put it on social media and everything like that it's a weird shift
1: i am giving myself all the credit you know what fuck it i should be able to say whatever i want and if i hurt someone's feelings fuck them oh the new allison (laughs) i like it. (laughs) new brand um i do agree that it's obnoxious though i agree that people who are branding themselves all the time like that's gross
0: i think there's a non-obnoxious way of doing it though like i feel i don't feel like it's always obnoxious
6: Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, if you're (laughs) inclusive, I think it it's nice, and you're like wanting a community of like-minded people. Yeah, I think that can be cool. It's
0: it's when you're not saying, uh, "Hey, I'm really great at this." Yeah, but you're just being you're confidently projecting it. That's better. Mm -hmm. But if you're just saying, "Hey, you know." And you're actually articulating that idea, then it's not yeah. A good
2: idea. I don't. I don't like go in for job interviews, and if they're like, "Can you write the script?" I don't be like, "Well, let's just see. <laughs>
4: yeah. Give me a couple of weeks and <laughs> you'll figure it out." Like, I have to go in
2: there and be like, "Yes, I can write the script." But I think that's different than yeah. having a self awareness about like your brand. I don't go in there and be like, "It's going to be edgy and gritty," and it's like I don't say that shit. You. you just go, "Yes, I can do it." That's different right. than being right. Like, conveying
1: comp- competence is different than convey- conveying like this is my tagline. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got a dog to talk about.
0: The one snoring under your chair. <laughs> you are a dog. Your bed. A doggy dog dog. your bed. Dog,
4: dog, dog, dog. your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Your
1: bed. That's what you are. ugly.
0: Come what you dog.
4: are. That's what Wanna
1: okay. talk to you guys about Memphis? He's a super cute and good looking Staffordshire Bull Terrier. He's a year old. Um, this is these are the notes. Uh, that trainer Laura London has left on his page. It's been a long time since I've seen such a, such good looks with such a great temperament. Playful, loves toys, gives them back politely, takes treats softly, happy to work for a cookie, a dream. He's a little, compact, low-riding Staffordshire Terrier, but he's a powerhouse and needs daily activity. He can overheat easily due to his short snout, so outdoor activities need to be limited and supervised. Come meet this amazing dog. He's very, very cute. Um, and you can find out more about him by going to shelter me.com slash downy slash Memphis training program. Again, that's shelterme.com slash downy slash Memphis training program. Also, I will link to him on the episode summary of this episode on my website, alistronosen.com. Also, I want to mention, um, so Zimba, who was the dog that we talked about last week, um, Zimba what had an upper respiratory infection and the shelter was going to put her down that day. Um, so Laura and some of the other trainers got her out and got her vet care. And Laura was, I don't know how much I should reveal about this. Um, pretty upset by the whole situation because she really wasn't nearly sick enough to just give up on her. Um, she, she really wasn't that sick at all. Apparently, um, but she did need vet care. So she went to the vet and they rehabilitated her. And then they got another call about another dog, Marabella, who also had an upper respiratory infection, who they were going to put down. So they had to pull her out. Um, So they both are recuperating at the vet and they'll both be ready for adoption soon. And They're both very cute. But there's a GoFundMe for their vet care. Um, and that is com slash Zimba, Z-I-M-B-A dash or, or sorry not dash hyphen Marabella M-A-R-A-B-E-L-L-A so again gofundme.com slash Zimba hyphen Marabella um, and I'll also link to that on my page okay I believe we have gone through everything thank you everyone for being on the show this was super fun listeners thank you for listening I love you goodbye hey do you
0: know about the Allison Rosen show Good time, but now we gotta go.
3: Yeah, Allison Rosen, here's your new back?